Hi, and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to the third place finisher of Nexus Park, Steph, about learning Discord and finding her footing in an online reality game. This is part one. I'm joined today by the third place finisher from Alliance, Nexus Park, one of the finalists of the season, the second runner-up, Steph. Hi. Hi, it's so nice to be here, Ryan. It's great to have you, Steph. I (laughs) am looking forward to hearing all of your thoughts and, and feelings about the season. Yeah. I'm excited to share. Thanks for having me. Of course, absolutely. Uh, I guess there's no better place to start than, you know, many months before the season actually began. Uh, (laughs) Because uh, you are a close personal friend of a winner of Alliance in Shannon. Yes. And... (laughs) Uh, and then I guess by extension, uh, fairly familiar with Blink too. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I um, I remember when Shannon was playing. I, I hadn't really talked to her to to start with, and I I hadn't spectated before ever. Um, but I remember hitting her up like mid COVID and being like, "Hey, I missed you. Like, let's do a Zoom call or something," and. She told me that she was really busy with Online Survivor, and I was like, that is so interesting to me. I want to hear about that, but I think it was kind of like toward the end of the season, so we were just like, okay, let's catch up afterwards, and I found out that she won, and I was like, tell me everything. I have never heard of anything (laughs) like this, and I want to know, so um, I was super intrigued when she told me about it, and... um, I don't know. We were both missing improv. So she was like, maybe this would be a good opportunity for you to do some world building outside of um, like, I don't know, COVID changed a lot of the the frequency at which we did improv together. So this was like a good alternative. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how, I guess what I, I remember, or at least I'm, I'm looking at your application and <laughs> I know you mentioned um, that you're familiar with reality game shows, but did you ever watch Survivor at all? Ooh, uh, this is embarrassing. No, I think it was like three quarters of the way through my own season before I finally was like, hey, 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 like, don't turn to the channel. I want to finally watch an episode of Survivor <laughs> so that I know what I'm talking about. Um, when I was a kid, or not like a kid, but like a preteen, uh, Moolah Beach was on ABC Family, and I remember being obsessed with that show. Um, so I was really into that. I always like enjoyed The Amazing Race, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I had never watched an episode of Survivor ever. So I came in here just like, <laughs> guess I'll make some friends, learn a bit about Survivor. And um, just had no idea how passionate the fandom was how passionate this community was it was so cool to see i remember i feel like a a boomer saying this but just like (laughs) googling orgs and trying to do a little bit of research and i was just like really blown away by how um i don't know how much there was to learn about the community i just had no idea that it existed so 
yeah. came in kind of like a, a newbie without much pre pre knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes that that works out, as we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Shannon played in our fifth season summit, which took place mm-hmm. in January and February of 2021. Uh, she was able to convince you to apply in early May of that year. Um, yes. You actually applied almost two years ago to the day. Uh, oh it was God. May 2nd, 2021. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Last in the past. Um, and I was, um, we were getting married that year. So yeah. I couldn't do the first one. So yes. yeah, I remember that vividly. <laughs> Yeah, the your wedding kind of uh I think it was like the first weekend I if I remember correctly that High Seas was going right. to take place. So, <laughs> not quite not, not very convenient. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then funnily enough, like marooning happened during Shannon and Blink's second wedding. So, I was still <laughs> like Okay, guys, I'm walking down the aisle right now. <laughs> like, yes, I'll be with right. you all tomorrow, I promise. But uh, yeah, so weddings have a, a way of inserting themselves, I guess, like right around Alliance beginnings. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, so uh, having someone like Shannon in your corner is uh, mm-hmm. a huge boon in, in this yeah. kind of thing. What, I don't know, like... What did she actually like tell you and and within that like what was the what parts of it were the things that really made you want to be involved and and play? Um, Well, for those people that know her and I know that she is like a, a huge part of this community. She is one of the just one of the people that like connect other folks. And so to like be friends with Shannon you enter this network of just like really awesome people that you want to know and when she's like hey i'm doing this really cool thing i think you'd be great for it like i don't know it's hard not to feel excited by anything that shannon is talking about so i was like dang you had so much fun like it's we're we're i guess it was just after our wedding or a few months after that the new season was and like I don't know. She had had so much fun doing it. I really couldn't say no. I was like, okay, I'm I'm doing my job. I like it was a, a my work is always busy, so this is not anything unique to say, but I think it was like during a pretty hectic time at work, so I was like, okay, well, after that's done, like something fun to look forward to that really like challenges a totally different part of my brain because this is like very much not <laughs> not anything that I had done before. And um, I do remember talking to Shannon and Adam um, at their rehearsal dinner. <laughs> Adam was like, come find me. I'll, I'll give you tips. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to be the asshole like asking you about command hunting at your, <laughs> at your rehearsal <laughs> dinner. Um, so I think like. They had maybe sent me like a doc or something just like here are some quick little tidbits as far as things to keep in mind and i was like okay after that i i feel like i need to release you to be able to speak to your family and friends <laughs> so i'll just take it from here and figure it out um so i'd say like a lot of my understanding was pretty minimal 
I had joined the server to apply and then like shortly before the season went live had tried to kind of get myself in there a little bit more just because I, I really hadn't um I hadn't really explored Discord very much. I had gotten it to uh play among us with my husband's friends at the beginning of COVID, but otherwise I had really no experience with anything. So I'd say that when I started, I was very much like the person that didn't know what they were doing, <laughs> even though they had very like connected friends within the community. I had no idea what I was doing. They were so kind to give me some of that understanding up front, but I think I just, um, I think I just overly simplified what the experience would be like. I was like, there's no way that that is that time consuming or like you pour that much energy into it. I'm also a big introvert. So I was very surprised by like the DM <laughs> situation, which uh, is probably why I spoke in paragraphs. Cause I was just like, okay, like I'm going to talk to these people like once a day, maybe twice a day, whatever. And so I just didn't really know how um, how all that worked, I guess. And um, I'm I'm a very strategic person in my job and at what I do every day. So at times, other things, I'm like, I don't really want to approach this with strategy. I just want to like go and have fun because I am so uh, n like analytical brain all day, every day. So I was just like, let's just see what happens. So um, that was a really roundabout way of saying that I just was kind of going in as an open book. My friends were super kind to give me some of that basic understanding, but um, either I either I ignored it or, <laughs> or I just was like, I'll just figure it out. So that that um, that's how I entered the Alliance world. And I copied everyone else's command hunts for marooning because, again, I was back backstage at their wedding, like getting ready to walk down the aisle. And I was like, if I don't complete this, like I promised Ryan, I would do this tonight. And I know I've got to do it now or I'm not going to get back to it. So thank goodness there were some wise people who had entered before me. So I could just be like, okay, exclamation point trash can. Cause I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So very um, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's the, the full scoop about me. There was no strategy. There was no planning. I was just here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's that's a good good thing too. Uh, like um, like I say, I think one of the things I love so much about the game is that mm -hmm. you can win with a lot of different strategies and approaches and you can and and uh then you and you can also play with you know 10 times as many <laughs> approaches as mm -hmm. it takes as you have to win so yes. um seeing I, I i was even i was talking to somebody else about how in general when you look at somebody's game you can often especially if you've watched a lot of orgs or watched the show a lot, you can be like, oh, well, they're kind of playing, doing their own kind of take on this person's game. Um, hmm. Because, yeah. you know, we're 44 seasons into the show with who knows how many players in, in, in all time. And so, yes. you know, you eventually you get archetypes, you get styles and, and tropes and things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, that person said that, you were someone that they couldn't really 
ascribe any kind of you know archetype to because you just did not play in a way that they'd ever experienced before um which the best way possible (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of a blessing kind of a curse it's depends on who you're playing with and then how it affects other people because um one of the seasons i'm i'm watching now there was a Mm -hmm. player who uh was kind of you know zagging while everyone else on his tribe zigged and that i think is fairly uh attributable to your style as well and for this guy it didn't work out so well because if there's somebody you don't can't I don't know if control is really the right word, but like predict yeah. or reason with in the same way as most players, um, that's that can be a liability. Uh, True. And the fact we- that you kind of played this game that in many senses could have been seen as a liability and for whatever reason, nobody ever thought that um, is, is pretty impressive. Well, and you're, you're very, it's interesting that you say that because I think like after, after exiting the game and being in the server and specking since then, like I, I had no idea that I would even have like appeared as kind of a wild card or a liability or like (laughs) someone that was like (laughs) trying to forge their own path. Because again, to me, I was just like, I'm here to get to know these people, like, the strategy part and kind of like the the plotting part came a little bit unnaturally to me because I am just like I don't know I rewatched the Lego movie recently and I was like <laughs> Princess Unikitty was the greatest compliment that I could have gotten that season <laughs> because like that is I just really enjoy people so for me getting to just to get to know a bunch of different people from different walks of life was like very exciting to me. So there was really no like calculating behind the scenes thing, but having now experienced more of this, like I get, (laughs) I would have never expected that about myself, but I definitely get it now. So it's interesting to hear you say that because I now understand why (laughs) on the other (laughs) side of things. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was, it was it was exciting it was fun and it i think made the last third of the season that much more interesting by having someone like yourself who you know wasn't you know people couldn't really predict what was going to happen yeah (laughs) around you like the least the least mean thing she's going to do what she thinks (laughs) is the least evil to do Uh, there were a few times like Maddie coming to strategize with me, Taylor, and I was like, "This is I have I I had to just like put my phone down. I was like just mm. in such an emotional spiral, and I I guess I didn't really anticipate that. And I was like, I don't I this is not for me. Like I don't like having to try to do this to people because. I don't know. I uh, and I, I realize it's obviously a game at the end of the day, but even just the thought of like hurting someone's feelings or like kind of going behind their back just like gave me instant indigestion. <laughs> so I meandered through the season, just kind of like, oh my god! Like I remember, uh, I finally hung out with Shannon toward the end of the season. And I was just like, I know we can't talk about what's going on, but I am in a panic and I just need to like 
make sure that I, I I just feel like very at odds with like what I consider the way that I want to treat people or like the way that I want to be seen by other folks. Because again, like, I don't know, it, I'm, I'm a pretty hard person to upset. I don't like upsetting other people. So ugh, I was a little, a little anxious about <laughs> hurting feelings throughout the process. Yeah. And again, like, that's another thing where like, so many people uh, couldn't care less yeah. <laughs> i feel like I know. Um, I know. <laughs> or or maybe they don't maybe they care but it's all it's all a means to an end while sure. the game is on and then they'll sure. sort of you know they'll they'll go around and, and apologize and, and make up with people after the fact and hope that yeah. <laughs> hope that they can be yeah. forgiven which, I mean, like, to each their own. I don't know. For me, that felt, like, so so just against what I was here to do. And I, I, I don't mean to, like, simplify, like, why I was here or all that. But I really did come to have a new experience and to get to know people. So, like, yeah, at the end of the day, we were obviously all in competition. But for as long as I could keep that, like, out of my brain and just focus on, like, oh, this is so cool. I get to meet all these people that I would never have spoken to ever um, from all over the country or all over the world even. Like, I just, it was not the way that I had approached any of the game, which I could see rubbed a few people the wrong way. I was honestly very scared about like entering the server after the season. I was like, wow, I just like I bungled this entire thing. I feel like everyone probably hates me because I wasn't like cutthroat or more uh, against who I who I was during that season or something. Mm-hmm. Telling you my my inner thoughts, Ryan. <laughs> I'm sure that this was what you had in mind. That's that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> Um, all right, so you mentioned the marooning and uh, sort of entering the park commands that you had to do uh, during the wedding <laughs> that you were mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you end up sorted onto the Blue Euphoria tribe yep. uh, alongside Bird and Darcy and Jordan, Lord Shamrock, Maddie, Nay, Spenjamin, and Taylor. Nine people in a big happy family um (laughs) what obviously i don't think you had any familiarity with any of the other people in the cast uh if that's right yeah no that is that is accurate i think maybe i learned on the first day that bird also lived in chicago and that they had connections with shannon and adam so i was like oh fuck yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) love that um so i I remember speaking a lot to bird um and just because we we got along really well so again i was excited to have that connection that was so i mean it wasn't much of a connection but it was something and um everyone else there was just like okay i'm excited to figure these folks out so yeah (laughs) yeah how did you uh i don't know how did you kind of feel you were vibing <laughs> with the other people on the tribe and oh, man such. oh sorry i didn't mean to cut off your no good half. all good that's it um uh, well this was another like thing that i guess i kind of discovered after like reading through everything after the season like i thought um 
If you had asked me, I thought that I was just, I was like a pretty easy person to get along with and like someone that again wasn't really coming across as a threat because one I really didn't want to be one and then two like that's that wasn't why I was here what you know what I mean um but I do find like I think I already kind of alluded to this but like the way that I was speaking in paragraphs or kind of like talking to people and like more of a like pen pen pal situation I guess um to me, that felt like pretty, um, I don't know. It was more about like sharing and getting to know folks than like kind of trying to like plot behind the scenes, I guess. Mm-hmm. So my my discovery, I guess, was that again, like I thought things were going pretty well externally. Um, and had you asked me if I had relationships with like anyone on that team, I would have said like pretty confidently for everyone. Yeah, I think we have like a pretty good rapport. Um, and I got I didn't really like talk game until I really needed to. So I think I found it interesting to learn that like that was kind of um, disturbing or confusing <laughs> to people. Whereas I was like, I'm just having fun and like getting to know people. Um, so when like hearing about, um, I don't know, like Bird and Darcy talking all day or like <laughs> Jordan, who I, who I thought we had like a very nice, like, we would just chat. We both were really busy with work. So I just was kind of like, oh, well, like she's in a similar situation as I am. Um, we both are just kind of busy, so we can't really like dive in as much. And then to find out that there was like this whole other big thing going on behind the scenes where Jordan was like really involved in some other stuff. I was totally surprised by a lot of that. And I guess having watched shows like not, not survivor, but like survivor, I should have known that that would be more like the time and the place and the reasoning. But um, yeah, that was just kind of surprising to me to realize that like the way that I was approaching, I guess kind of how I forge relationships in real life or at work or whatever where it's just kind of like okay like i'm a human i can be a human let's talk like let's dish was not really (laughs) what i should have been leaning into at times and like the social game was not the social game that i was playing because i was just like chatting with my friends (laughs) uh Um, fair enough (laughs) yeah yeah there you go (laughs) um that's so interesting because I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's very odd for that that you can be in a season with someone or someone's like Bird and Darcy and Jordan, uh, uh-huh. and later on down the line, Court as well. Um, yeah, these people who, uh, you know, when uh, I'm I'm looking at the stats right now, and you know, uh, let's see, Bird sent sent 651 messages in their dm channels per day they were in the game doesn't include the messages coming back to them right sent them that many out um obviously bird is is more of the exception than the rule but that is a huge number oh no it is and (laughs) on the exact opposite end of that spectrum uh is you who sent approximately 52 messages per day during the season. Okay. Um, yeah, that which, sounds like 
one. Yeah, which only is higher than Trip, who sent zero during the season. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, who sent 18. Um, oh, my goodness. And okay. Lord Shamrock, who sent about 26 per day. Um, wow. That is a infinitesimally small number in the grand scheme of things. That is so funny. Um, <laughs> just like, because I know we goof around about, I think it was Trip who just like straight up never responded to SMM mm-hmm. or yep. SMM, correct? Yeah. So I, I, I'm sure that I had seen those stats somewhere, but to hear it out loud is hilarious too. The fact that I was able to <laughs> get dragged to the final three. <laughs> Um, But again, I just didn't understand uh, that I should have been, one, separating what were like 12 complete thoughts that I was going (laughs) to paragraph into 12 unique messages. So Mm -hmm. if we want to go on that, multiply those messages 52 (sighs) by 12, and I am performing (laughs) wrong. Yeah, you're right in the conversation all of a sudden. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So looking back, Send one thought per message, but uh, that also, uh, this is an embarrassing personal fact, but like I have friends who text like that and it literally gives me anxiety to do it. So I think I also entered this game being like, I'm not going to be the person that gives someone severe anxiety by like pinging them constantly. So yeah, looking back, uh, now I'm curious about that number. You said 52, let's just say I said and 12 times in a message <laughs> that's over 600 per day right that so clearly yeah i should have approached it differently <laughs> yeah I, if i had the uh, ability to pull these numbers in from a character's yes! perspective yes! i think we'd Give see a bit a of a different picture absolutely um oh god <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, oh man, that's really funny <laughs> to hear it delivered that way in, in comparison with those folks who did not speak much at all or were out within the first like month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, here, one more fun stat before yeah. more actual game related things while we're on the topic. Um, so you, you sent a total of, just shy of 2,000 messages in your DMs during the season uh, okay. and had a total of about 4,600 messages in all of your DM channels during the season. Okay. Um, it's fine, fair. Uh, that's a, in, within your own season, that's roughly on par with the numbers that Spenjamin had during the season. Okay. So at least okay. somebody who uh, made the merge... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> um, that total would be, ends up being about uh, two-thirds the size of the bird and court DM channel. Oh, my God. <laughs> a channel that wasn't created until day 16. Ah! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, wow. And... Yeah, I- that much to say on any <laughs> day, right? and if, if we take it a little further um, okay. keep making me cry all right yep go ahead you're looking at about 37 percent of the total length of the bird jordan dm channel oh my God. 
and if we go to the final step you're looking at about 30 percent the total length of bird darcy um with bird darcy and jordan each sending more messages in either of those two channels than you had in your entire dm channel history this season (laughs) by a factor of like 50 percent damn well i you know what (laughs) i'm on teams all day every day so if you want i I don't know that's so funny though i feel like between the hours of like nine to five i was like okay i can barely get on dms and if i do like they're gonna be half-brained like not helpful (laughs) so uh I don't know. That's very interesting to hear that in terms of that. And again, like, because Jordan is involved in a few of those stats, hilarious that I just thought that she was, like, busy with work. (laughs) Again, we didn't talk that frequently, and I was always like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so busy. And I was like, yeah, me too. That's fine. I'm here for you, and you need me. That said, I really enjoyed chatting with her when I did. So to find out, like, a final tribal that she was like, I never really, like, understood what you were doing. I was like, oh, I really, I was having a great time. And I thought we just had a mutual understanding. So it's funny, like, your perspective of things in the game and looking at it outside of it. I, I feel like I've learned so much from reading all that stuff and then also watching other seasons. But uh, who was it a couple seasons back where it was just like, um, it was uh, Tom. Yeah. And I I remember read, I would read that chat and I just, I their stamina was incredible. I was like, okay, I could never, but like bless you all for doing that. <laughs> so. I respect the stats. I can't hang with all y'all, but I I celebrate it. I'm clapping for everyone that did do that. <laughs> I, I think like it, it definitely shows the fact that you weren't aware of the disparity between the volume of messages passing and the volume of conversation in your own DM channels as opposed to everyone else's is... Yeah. I don't know what that says about you as a person or player, but I think it really serves to uh, highlight just how narrow of a scope you have as a player in the game in general. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're totally right. Because I think there were things that like people would come to me with something and I either just like didn't pick up on it or it was like so surprising to me or like, RC getting eliminated was a moment when someone had kind of like floated her name to me and I was like, oh, that's bullshit. Like, Darcy's fine. No one's going to vote her out. (laughs) And so I like didn't tell Darcy because I thought everything was fine. And I was like, I don't need to cause stress in her life. There's nothing for her to worry about. And then that was the night that she got eliminated. And I was like, wow, I feel like a giant asshole now. (laughs) Like, I literally thought there was no way in hell you were getting eliminated. So uh, I, I, I wish, like, hindsight, that was, like, one of the moments that I was so, like, so frustrated by because I really did enjoy talking to Darcy. And it was just so comfortable to, like, goof around with her. And, um... I don't know. There were just some moments that, like, 
I wish that I had maybe had a little bit more context about orgs or about just kind of what was going on. Obviously, everyone would love to be able to see 360 (laughs) what's going on during their season. But for me, I think just like understanding like some of the other stuff at play would have helped me get a better handle for like how to how to guide my journey through it. (laughs) Maybe a little bit more uh, driving the ship versus being like attached to the ship and riding on it. (laughs) Absolutely. Sure, sure. Okay, so all that said um yes. you're finding your way with your tribe forming incredibly tight bonds with everybody and <laughs> uh <laughs> that brings us to so. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the first immunity challenge so uh you haven't really mentioned any of the challenges or or having any opinion on the challenges in general um how did you uh uh, the Ferris wheel being the first challenge, it's not very yeah. intense. You don't have to do a lot to to manage it. But how did you kind of feel? I don't know. Are you very competitive? Did you always want to win? What was your kind of approach to the challenges in general? Yeah. Well, I think our tribe was very lucky. We didn't go to tribal council for the first several times. So like that was like a nice false sense of security for the first couple weeks where we were just like winning and like everyone felt that camaraderie. Everyone was working together to get there. There wasn't any real like, um, I mean, I guess kind of when we started doing more like one-on-one challenges, that's when it mattered a little bit more as far as like your own individual immunity. But um, I here, I did a lot of theater growing up. So like, yes, I'm a I'm a competitive person, but I didn't play very many sports after like grade school. So as far as like competition goes, I'm competing for like the lead role in the musical, and then we're all gonna work together to put the musical up. So I guess that's that could be kind of a metaphor for how I was approaching these. Where like initially we were all working together, we were all kind of we wanted to win obviously but like the collective winning of the entire thing was kind of more important than like my personal success so as long as i didn't suck (laughs) like i didn't feel (laughs) terrible about it um i think i'm also a person who if you give me a lot of instructions to read i sometimes have trouble picking things up until i'm actually in a game or like doing them myself Mm -hmm. so at the time, like, I would be like, okay, I know this back of my hand, I could explain what I'm doing. <laughs> and then I get up and I think like the the race car uh, challenge was a good one where I was like, I've got this made, I'm in the lead. And then I did not factor in some of the other nuances <laughs> and then exploded through a wall and <laughs> lost the entire thing. Um, But I, again, I felt kind of like a goofball because, like, I'm pretty, I don't know, I'm pretty, like, detail-oriented. I'm pretty focused, and I I work with a lot of technology in my career. So for me, I was like, I've got this, and I've never felt less computer literate than someone's (laughs) challenges. Um, And again, like, I pride myself in being pretty, like, on my shit I can take something and I can finalize it finish it do it myself but I found myself just like struggling when it came to those challenges so 
in a lot of ways I was always starting them like filled with anxiety which Ooh. probably also made things worse and I didn't perform as well um, or I would just like miss things because I was like okay getting the lead is the most important part and then like something would happen and I'd be like okay well I screwed that entire thing so <laughs> let's just finish it um, yeah I don't know I I didn't really go in being like, I must win this, but obviously you want your tribe to do well so you don't have to get anyone out. Um, and we, again, had the upper hand there not having to do that for the first couple times. Um, but yeah, I I, I, in, I enjoyed a lot of the games. Like once I, <laughs> once I grasped them, um, and I was like really enjoying like the pebble one or the the um, puddle jumping one, like the rocks. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm explaining this terribly. No, yeah. Um, until everyone screwed me over and then I <laughs> lost awfully. But um, that one, I was like, I get this and I understand it. So for everyone else who's on the wrong row, I think that was Court who was like yep. using yep. the wrong one entirely. Um, yeah, I, I. I, pr I thought I was good at puzzles, and then I realized I wasn't as good at puzzles as <laughs> oh, I thought no. I was. <laughs> um, and I've already always been terrible about at math, so like anything math-related, I was like, well, all right, let Bird have this one, because <laughs> I'm not going to know it. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, uh... We we made things easy for you in the Ferris wheel. Thank um, you. <laughs> all you had to do was put in a command once uh, every hour or so, uh, a maximum of yes. 10 times during a 24-hour period. And as long as there weren't already four people from your tribe riding the Ferris wheel at yes. that time. And uh, that was pretty much it. You got to <laughs> hang out on the Ferris wheel with the other people from your tribe as well as the group of people who were there from the other tribe yes loved um, that. That yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh it looks like based on the times you were on there that the people you probably interacted with across the tribe lines most would have been smm waxler mm -hmm. uh maybe choco beans Ish, yeah. seems to be the ones yeah. that probably would have interact uh crossed paths with the most um, yes yeah i don't know did you uh, it's interesting because i when i ask people who are more savvy as org players they yeah. kind of tell me that well because it's such a public space like we couldn't really talk about anything with anybody because anyone else could <laughs> see it mm -hmm. <laughs> i get i i kind of uh <laughs> Trust me, everything I said was in code, Ryan. It was intended to orchestrate the entire game. No, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no this was when Waxler and I solidified our bromance, so that was a good <laughs> resolution there. Um, I thought SMM was funny as hell, and I wish I had gotten to know him better. Um, but for me, I, I was like, okay, I can, I think, well... Also, let's be honest, this was like two days after that wedding. So I think I was like still kind of coming down from like, <laughs> a 
all the wildness of that weekend. Mm -hmm. So I was like checking in. I would say something. We would like quickly chat, and then I would be like, "Okay, I'll be. I'm gonna like put my phone down, and I'll be kind of like running around doing stuff." But I, I thought it was really fun to get to chat with the people across like across tribe lines, and then obviously anyone who I've been chatting with on my team was. It was nice to run into them. Um, but yeah, I I don't mean to be like, I was not orchestrating anything, but I really <laughs> was not. I was just there making friends, being social, riding the Ferris wheel, having a blast. <laughs> and I but I think like that's because other players have told me that, you know, they didn't feel as nice as it was to have that opportunity to talk to people across tribe lines, yeah. something you don't always yeah, yeah, yeah. get. It yeah. was still kind of scary to really put yourself out there when you're still, you're not on a tribe with them. They're not. Right. And, and, and by even showing that you were overly friendly with them or, or bonding well with the people in the other tribe, that in and of itself could have been a reason to be voted out uh right. <laughs> you know and here again we have this uh, you know quote unquote faux pas and nothing comes of it it never i don't even think anyone mentions it at no. least related to you so no. <laughs> i don't no one noticed me this entire time straight up like touchy subjects nothing uh <laughs> Like, and I mean, I didn't really expect to be anyone's like major hit list, but like, <laughs> I I was doing everything wrong, but also maybe everything right. But even so, like, no one around me seemed to give a fuck one way or the other. So like, it all worked out in my favor for whatever reason. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. Uh, I feel like I'm blowing up your your spot, Ryan. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> no not at all not at all it's no. all chaos in my world <laughs> no it's great it's it's uh it's a breath of fresh air honestly okay. um great. so <laughs> uh you could do 10 10 rides of the ferris wheel you got all 10 mm -hmm. of yours everyone else on your tribe also got the maximum 10 except for lord shamrock who only was able to ride the ferris wheel twice Yes. Um, now you don't know that you've won this challenge until it's all said and done but mm -hmm. in the time leading up as we get kind of closer to the end you know I'm I know other people in your tribe were recognizing like well <laughs> Lord Shamrock kind of dragging us down if we lose it's kind of his fault um, yeah. is that kind of the vibe you were getting yeah and I, yeah, I would definitely say that, and I'm forgetting who it was, but someone kind of, like, not not even called him out, but just was like, hey, like, we really need you right now. Like, can you please participate? And I remember he kind of reacted a little bit um, sharply to that, and it, it was an interesting moment where it was like, okay, bro, like... <laughs> We've been we've been riding this wheel for hours, and we've all maxed out like the lead. And I, I again, I wish that I remember who had said this, but it wasn't like accusatory or anything. So like to see that unfold was like a little weird. Um, but I had also tried talking to Lord Shamrock before that, and 
just I don't think I I don't think I spoke to him until maybe like 30 minutes before our first tribal and by then it was like it's a little too late at this point like everyone else I've had at least like a comfortable exchange with like they've swapped info with me about themselves I feel like we can kind of chat but um it just seemed like it again it was just like way too little too late at that point in time because like there was really no like there was nothing to keep him there for me because I hadn't talked to him so it was just like the easy choice I guess and again I didn't want uh, these always stressed me out so if there was an easy choice ever I was like hell yeah <laughs> bring on the easy choice because they're just gonna get progressively harder <laughs> yes yes uh, but no uh despite Lord Shamrock's best efforts <laughs> euphoria wins immunity <laughs> Um, Trip did not do a single ride, and uh, Spavi only did eight of ten. So Euphoria ends up winning this eighty-two to seventy-eight. Um, and uh, yeah, don't go to tribal council. Don't have to vote anybody out. Uh, and like you've said a couple times, the fact that Euphoria won, uh, you know, two the first two immunity challenges, three of the first four, it makes things. I guess a lot easier to kind of settle into the relationships and the game and and just the whatever the the whatever it is that that you get out of or put into the season it you get to totally. have that time to really be in that moment uh for whenever yeah. it does come yeah and i mean there's obvious there was obviously other strategy happening behind the scenes so not to say that that like takes that out of the equation but i think like we definitely had the luxury of not needing to make difficult decisions up front like that that i think also lulled me into a bit of like a we didn't even have to have those conversations so when they started i was like a little bit taken by surprise but again like that was stupid and i should have just seen that coming <laughs> Uh, well, Mirth does go to Tribal Council. They end up voting out Trip, uh, yes. famously, and and that's and so I guess obviously you never talked to Trip. No one did. Um, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't on your tribe. So, yeah. but I guess like in a game like this, where every two to three days somebody is removed from it, um, yes. what? I don't know. How do you like kind of feel about that? I don't know. It's it's a really it's emotional. Yeah, it's really tough. Um, I'm a I'm a very like my heart is on my sleeve all the time. So I'd say that that was probably like the hardest. It was hard to see people leave, and it was especially hard to be like the catalyst behind those people leaving too. Like I. Uh, like the Waxler situation is a great example where that just like I don't know I that really hurt my heart to do any of that <laughs> um so yeah I think it's it's not anything that you get used to and like at the start of it things are a little bit easier just because you know you don't know people as well you don't have those um, those experiences or those bonds or just like the opportunity to get to know each other a little bit better. Um, but it, it never is easy and it just continues to get harder and harder. So not my favorite part. It made me very sad. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. 
<laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Well, um, the next immunity challenge was Space Cadet. Uh, this one is everybody was doing the same thing any 1v1 scenario with somebody on the other tribe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> uh, the idea here was um, there over a period of 30 minutes, we would drop various prompts into the channel for the two of you and whoever solved responded figured out the right response to those prompts first we get some number of points and uh it didn't so much matter that you beat your opponent necessarily just that mm -hmm. uh you contributed points to the team as a whole yeah. uh it's all coming back to me <laughs> yes i remember this one because i was like i'm great at remembering <laughs> things and I did not understand the mechanics and I refused to cheat. So at that point in time, I was like, I must rely upon my mind to call these back. <laughs> and I should have just like whipped out my phone and like recorded it or whatever. But I, looking back, I was like, well, that was embarrassing. And two, like, now I know this is not how it works. So anyway, sorry, Blue, no. uh, I totally interrupted you, but All yes. good. Uh, well. <laughs> Um, yeah, so having one extra person, Lord Shamrock ends up sitting out. Yes. We asked yes. you to number yourselves from one to eight. I know that Euphoria did this alphabetically, which is okay. totally fine. And I think <laughs> Mirth, uh, a handful of them picked their favorite numbers, and then everyone else kind of filled in after that. So, I mean, it's hard to strategize that sort of thing, but we always <laughs> like to make the players feel like they're the ones making decisions. We um, like that. <laughs> uh so you end up in paired up with bramble cat in the the number seven matchup yes there we go and yeah. bramble is w wisdom af so i'm sure that <laughs> she, she killed it uh, <laughs> or at least did better than i did <laughs> well let's see so there some of the sort of types of prompts that we tasks we asked you to do were alphabetizing strings of letters um yes. spelling words backward some math some unscrambling roman numerals uh flags from different countries and so on and so forth uh you you mentioned cheating um it's it's cheating is such a weird thing okay. in orgs because it really does vary from person to person, from org to org, from challenge to challenge, as far as like what mm -hmm. actually constitutes cheating in a sure. literal sense, right? Sure, um, sure. And so like you go back to our second season, um, Lola, eventual winner of that season, was kind of fell under fire more than once for using Google in challenges. Oh, really? Um, okay. <laughs> because a lot of the players that season were like, well, that's not fair. And I mean, if one person's doing it and everyone else isn't, like, yeah, no, that's definitely not fair. <laughs> You're not on a level playing field. Um, but I mean, it's part of why she won as many <laughs> immunities as she did. Yeah. There and, you go. <laughs> and so I, in, in sort of the aftermath of that and it wasn't something that we were particularly concerned about at the time mm -hmm. but after that we we're like well okay that's you know not everyone's going to be able to google as fast as everyone else um sure. not everyone's sure. going to know what to google and so we 
after that season, we slowly shifted into generally using quote unquote facts that we're creating in a lot of cases. Yeah. Uh, and that helps alleviate some side of Googling. But, <laughs> but when you come across stuff like what this challenge is asking you to do, there are a ton of quote unquote solvers online that will sort a string of letters alphabetically for you. They'll solve the math problem for you. They'll unscramble letters into words and, and whatever else you might need them to do. Um, yeah. I don't know necessarily how many people used those during this challenge. Um, I'd say it's probably not zero, but I think even at this point, like this was like, now we, we try to avoid like, you know, when you look at something like, a string of letters to alphabetize there's a sure. point where the longer you make it the greater the advantage is to the person who uses a solver to do it or sure you know i remember in like i was like fifth grade english class or something where our teacher uh had, had a, some other student go up to like help her with a demonstration and she was showing us how to like sort a list of of data points alphabetically on like google or like on excel or something okay. oh yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's like she hands so she hands like six cards or so to this other student and she's like all right i want you to sort these alphabetically and so the student st- starts to do that and then she shows us like on her over pre- overhead projector like all right i'm gonna do the same thing on excel with these six things and the student was faster because of course there's only six cards right sure but then she's like, all right, now let's do it again. And then she drops like a, a stack of like a hundred cards in front of the student <laughs> and then tabs over to a different page in Excel. And it's like, all right, look, I'm, it's going to take me the same length of time to do it in the solve in Excel as yeah. the six as the a hundred. Meanwhile, it's now going to take this poor student if she had done it the entire time. Yeah. You know, who knows how long to sort a hundred cards alphabetical order. For and, sure. And so that's something that we've had to kind of, or I know I've been like thinking about when I'm making these types of tasks, like, okay, if I make it too long, you're going to look at it and be like, well, where do I even begin? Let me go find a solver. Some people will say, but if it's short enough, you'll think, oh, I can probably do it faster than it would take me to Google a solver, copy the letters, put it into the solver and come back to the discord server. Right. So like those, those things are, are always kind of at work. Um, so I like it's I find it interesting the way you talk the way you commented on it because you know if we don't like we're never gonna really tell players they can't google or they can't use solvers because we're designing the challenges as if they're going as if everyone's going to do it you know and so that's kind of the thing Um, which is is totally fair I think like for the one that I had was like the rotating scroller where you had to remember the words and for my brain like Mm. that movement just like totally erased like I guess I thought I would be looking at probably like a static asset and being able to kind of absorb but instead of having that like motion like my brain just like put like a a block up <laughs> it's like you will retain none of this um so yeah i mean and for that one like it was hard to plan like you 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 latched up on a quality that you had and that was kind of like what you just had to try to do so if if that 
from the descriptor didn't really line up or was just like a different way that you were going to be fed the info and my brain was just like nope sorry we'll try again tomorrow <laughs> so for that one like limited cheating opportunities anyway but if had i been thinking i would have just like <laughs> i don't know i would never have cheated but i might have found a way to remember better with the use of my camera phone or something <laughs> sure sure yeah the the final prompt from this challenge asked you to recall what was probably considered superfluous information from previous prompts in the same challenge, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. you know, what, um, you know, uh, fill in the blanks in order without spaces. And then it's, you know, a sentence that was said earlier in the challenge with half of the words taken out. And uh, <laughs> the only person who screenshotted the prompts earlier and was able to get any points on this prompt was Waxler um, who got the full 15 on this this one round um, smart dude yeah <laughs> the, that was the big one um, and and you know for anybody listening that that plans to apply or hopes to play a second time or anything like that like we do that a lot <laughs> You know, yeah. that oh, is yeah. one of my favorite things to do because it is so it's it's what it's something that like if you don't think to do it and, and then you see those questions getting asked of you, like it's such a oh, like a gut punch reaction. Like, damn it, I should have I had those yeah. words right in front of me like 10 minutes ago <laughs> and now yeah. I don't remember well, any of them. Completely. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm I'm looking back at this now because I just have it pulled up on my phone and I was confusing this with the, uh, the next challenge, I think. But this one I didn't do too badly on, so I should not give myself the, <laughs> the complete, <laughs> run myself completely over for this one. Yeah, I, I did okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did better than I thought. <laughs> you, you were competent at this. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there were 100 total points available in each matchup, and uh, you er ended up earning 24 points to Bramble Cats 30. Uh, so okay. a small loss, but, but you know, yeah. nothing overly de detrimental to the cause. And yeah. uh, between um, Maddie, who beat his opponent 31-0, uh, his opponent did not show mm -hmm. up, uh, and Spengeman who uh, beat court 47 to seven, like those yeah. two matchups kind of uh, told the tale of the tape as it were. Yeah. And... Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, <laughs> I showed up, Ryan. I did better than I thought. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, Euphoria ends up winning this 179 to 147 ultimately. Okay. So that's, 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 just That's all she wrote. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so again, here we go. Second round, second immunity win. Uh, nobody going home from Euphoria this time. And, uh, you know, you had Lord Shamrock, who didn't perform ter terribly well the first time, and this time he sat out. So not mm. really doing anything to dig himself out of what would presumably be the first person voted out of Euphoria at that point yeah. bummer yeah. <laughs> unfortunate um so 
meanwhile, Mirth, they will go to Tribal Council. They will vote out uh, Spavi, and they will be down to seven people at this point, and mm. rapidly shrinking in number. Um, <laughs> so, uh, challenge number three was Carnival Games. Very similar in the sense that everybody on your tribe would be facing one person on the other side, except now you're doing different tasks, and we gave you very vague descriptions and attributes assigned to each task that you had to assign people to. Um, this was what I was going on about. My bad. I blended <laughs> those in my brain. <laughs> that's okay. We, we put them back to back, and... Uh, <laughs> That's not the first time it's confused somebody in trying to remember. Um, So you end up doing the observant challenge. Uh, Do you remember if this was something you wanted to be doing or was more of a, something that just kind of was left over for you? Yeah. I, I, so sorry. This was the one that I thought I would be good at because I Mm. expected to be able to retain the information. And this was the one that was like the, scrolling text and i totally just forgot everything so yeah i was like i'll do observant i'm good at that and then was not good at it in theory (laughs) yeah that's right i because i didn't do an interview with jimmy i totally forgot about this (laughs) this one and how it worked um yeah (laughs) so let's see we had done uh in uh i think even one of the other tasks uh the the athletic task from this challenge Mm. And Mm -hmm. a challenge that we did in Summit um, that only three players from that season got to actually participate in was uh, for about a minute, minute and a half, the bot would send messages. Each message had uh, a word in it or a series of letters um, that were usually four or five letters at a time. And it would send one every like one or two, two or three seconds. And the task was type the word or string of letters that the bot sends before it sends the next one okay okay this is kind of uh similar and it's the bot's kind of doing the exact same thing except it's sending very long words (laughs) and (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) so this time and you're not you don't have to type them thankfully maybe uh but you just had to remember any of them right yeah good luck (laughs) (laughs) i i'm not sure how long they they were supposed to stay there i think they deleted themselves after or no they just it deleted every like second right like it replaced itself i think yeah if this one was fucked right (laughs) (laughs) well and i do think we had to do it that way to prevent people from screenshotting right like if you could get 10 or 15 on the same screen that you, you know, yeah. you only have to screenshot like four, three or four times. But if every single oh. word is different, is there separately, uh, it becomes a little more difficult. So it it did rapidly. <laughs> <much difficult. laughs> um, so uh, all that told, uh, you did end up submitting a fair number of words uh, in your confessional. I see here, but the improviser in me was like, let's just let's just try some stuff i mean better than nothing right yeah i had fun i hope you enjoyed some of the crafty words that i sent you oh boy um i'm trying to see if which one is the dumbest (laughs) 
No, I was trying to see what all find the command that we created that had all the words on it. Um, mm. So uh, the one, the only sort of uh, nice thing we did for you <laughs> was that yeah. we sent all the words alphabetically. Um, mm. So okay. they showed up. So acquittals, articulate, bicyclists, brilliance, challenger, circuitous, delinquent, diplodocus. I think they all were ten letters as well. I think those were two things that um we we made we kept consistent uh okay. they weren't super impactful but like maybe if you kind of picked up on it as you were watching the words go by it's something that might help you in terms of the difference between you know hibernate and hibernation uh and so on and so forth uh or well, for example you submitted hibernation when the actual word that was shown was hibernator uh, uh and so forth um uh, (laughs) all these tricks that i'm learning now um (laughs) i could i could kick everyone's ass if i'm kidding right absolutely um and then and i think i guess one other thing was uh there were i think 52 words yeah 52 total words there were two that started with every letter so Okay. We did a couple of different little things and um, to that effect. And so you ended up getting three right <laughs> out of 52. Darn it. Yeah. It's not, it not, not great. A good <laughs> uh, Jimmy, to his credit, was able to get 14 of those words, uh, which is pretty good, I guess. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't really have anything to like compare it to, to know like what a good score technically would be, but I mean, it was good in comparison to mine. I mean, yeah, he only had to beat you this time. So, uh, 14 <laughs> was plenty. And, uh, this time it was a matchup based challenge. So, uh, yes. Jimmy beating you was worth one point mirth or euphoria had to win four of the seven matchups to, to win immunity. And that ended up being one of the four win- matchups that Mirth won as they got their first immunity Ooh, win. Damn. Yep. All right. We're on the chopping block. Time. <laughs> the time has come to attend tribal council. Uh, and of course, uh, as luck would have it, literally, Lord Shamrock was part of the lucky challenge and actually won his matchup. Oh. Uh, perhaps complicating things a tiny bit i'm not sure but um yeah so tell me how does it feel to know you have to go vote somebody out and how did the conversations go shoot i mean we were all like riding high (laughs) like we were (laughs) never gonna go to tribal council um so again i think like the first several days we were in a pretty comfortable confident position and i think people were just like talking game way less just because there really was not a need to do it um so i'd say like the the convos kind of started then or sorry not that they started then but i'd say that they became like more talking business about what we were going to do um but to your point like Lord Shamrock had kind of not really 
not really leaned in in like a social way where it was great that he had participated in the challenge and bless him for winning because that is dope even though we still got sent to the chopping block but um i think if i remember correctly at that point in time everyone was just kind of like i really haven't talked to him like how am i supposed to really like put my trust or my like dependence upon this guy if we can't like get him to kind of engage with our group so while yes it was great that he brought us one of the few wins that we had for that um i think at the end of the day it just kind of came down to like you know he didn't really do what we all kind of leaned in and did for the first several days like i don't know it it felt kind of like a just a desire to not really engage with the group and i think that that gave a little bit of um i don't know it was just kind of concerning i would say like we were all in like a pretty good spot we all got along well and to have someone who just didn't really seem to even want to engage in that dynamic was i think it just was not an ideal decision again because he did win but i think kind of made the most sense just given how social our group was how much fun we all had how much we talked and how much we engaged with each other so to have someone who really did not definitely felt like a detriment um to not only like just the relationships there but to like future um planning for the season so i think that was probably the easiest one that we had just because we didn't really have very much experience with him until like I said, like the half an hour before tribal council when he started responding to DMs for the first time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, uh -huh. a little too, little too late. Um, exactly, yes. Um, is that that JoJo song, Too Little Too Late, I yep. think? Yep. My best friend would be happy of me <laughs> quoting that. <laughs> um. And so you get to experience tribal council for the first time, um, the the fun, joyous occasion <laughs> that it is. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you? How did you find the environment of tribal council and having to answer the questions asked in front of everybody else? Was this again another instance of you not really? Uh, censoring yourself in any really real way or yeah i mean shoot i wasn't like i wasn't blowing up tribal council by any means <laughs> and i do know that some of my counterparts did mm -hmm. but i do think that it is a place where people should feel the the ability to speak honestly with each other knowing that like we're basically deciding someone's fate or the fate of our team long term so like being open and honest i think it's it's a fair place to do it <laughs> um in a place where where there's a lot of like side talk happening in service of tribal council like i think sometimes you got some like truth nuggets dropped there that maybe you didn't really get or you got in pieces outside of that in dms or things like that so i don't know again i wasn't like i never blew up a tribal council but i do think that it is a fair place to have some of those tougher conversations where it is like everyone is impacted everyone has a valid point of view here and like making sure that 
that's understood and known and listened to, I think is a totally fair platform to do it. That was a really interesting experience though. Like I remember sitting there that first day, again, I think it probably was like early in the work week after, um, after Shannon and Adam's wedding. So I was probably still pretty tired and it's like the end of the day and I'm sitting at my work computer and I just, I was like, okay, I guess we just kind of vote. I didn't really know what to expect, but like you, your part in it and like the way that you kind of draw out the conversation or like lead the conversation in such a way that not only are we talking about things that are super relevant because you are seeing everything from from above from the production side but also like um leading leading the conversation to places where like either there is a current headed that way or there is something like a nugget that should be discussed or should be considered so i think that there is like some interesting self-reflection that happened at tribal council too there were a couple times that you like hit us with questions that i think i maybe could have answered quickly but at the time i was like oh like i should think about that so like (laughs) i either didn't answer or it took me longer to answer just because like i hadn't really thought about some of the stuff so it was it was cool um because it really did offer an opportunity to kind of like get out of your head get out of the ideas that other people are putting in your head and really just like think for yourself. I don't know. So yeah, it was dope, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. I'm glad uh, it's, it's one of the more strenuous parts of the job and sure. <laughs> one that I I'm feel sure mo- most of the pressure to like do well, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's always it's always tough to find the right amount of pressure to apply depending sure. on the circumstance because every circumstance is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the narrative back at camp is always a little bit different for each vote. Sure. So um, and I what I used to do a long time ago in the first season and I, I really got away from it because it was kind of. I don't know how big a percentage uh, of the reason for one player's elimination, but I used to address specific players with some questions. Mm-hmm. And okay. interesting, which is how they do it on the show typically. And it's easy on the show because everyone's there live in person. They literally have nothing else to do except respond to you. Sure. But here, sure. I don't like to kind of post a second question until the first one has mm-hmm. at least been answered and if yeah. i happen to message and tag you at a moment <laughs> like oh you just went to the bathroom and mm-hmm. left your phone somewhere else now you have to wait three or four minutes before you can sure. come back to it it really sucks all sure. the energy out of the conversation and so no, that makes perfect sense and i think it also gave us some hot takes from people that you didn't hear from as frequently like mm-hmm. i kind of like that um that it was open to everyone because in that sense of the word and I could be totally wrong but I do think like a player like me might have taken the floor less frequently just because I was kind of on the fringe of the drama or like on the fringe of the strategy so like it kind of gave some of us um I'd say like Spenjamin was also kind of quieter too so like it kind of gave people an opportunity to speak that maybe would have been less like uh 
like in the spotlight, I guess, for things like that. So I don't know. That's very interesting. I didn't realize that that had changed, but that's cool to know that it used to be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it. Uh, I had addressed um, Amber, uh, Jeffrey's mm -hmm. wife, during okay, one of the yeah. tribal councils, and she took a few minutes and was typing, and then a few minutes turned into like ten minutes, <laughs> and like she would type and then it would go away and all the, and like suddenly like everybody else started to kind of like chirp in about like what's taking so long what's going on and yeah. and then eventually she uh, you know i i do this all the time where like you're typing up a big message and then the person you're going to send it to says something else that you want to respond to first so you cut out uh. the big message and then you're like you respond to the smaller <laughs> one and so somebody so she did that i guess and cuz people were kind of getting anxious and and yeah. restless and so she kind of like snapped at a couple of people and it got a little testy and yeah. and if, you know we got i think somebody said something about like man this you know like are you carving it in stone or um oh, you know uh i think somebody said like man this this better be a novel or something to that effect and like she finally posted the actual message it's like 15 20 minutes have gone by and it's yeah. just like a couple of minutes or a couple of sentences rather. And yeah. it's similar to what you kind of were saying where you off, you often have like your immediate response to what a question is, but you want to yeah. take a second to make sure you're not blowing up your own game or perhaps somebody For else's sure. in the process. And that For was sure. kind of what was going on. Like she wanted to re respond to the question in a way that was accurate, but also mm -hmm. not revealing. And yeah. from what I'm, aware of like that was a factor in the vote changing to her as the target at this and okay. i not that i should really feel bad because like i just asked a question right sure, but sure, it, sure. i don't know it, it definitely left me with a poor taste in my mouth that that's how things kind of unfolded yeah um, but say la vie uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. I'm a person that likes to think about what I'm saying. So I feel like in a moment like that, I probably would have felt kind of under pressure to like do something mm -hmm. quickly that maybe I didn't feel super like super comfortable with. Like it might be close to what I'm trying to say, but like I'm probably going to put my foot in my mouth a couple of times. <laughs> so like getting it right is kind of part of that process too. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I I can understand the adjustment, though I'm sure that there is some like some drawback in the other camp because now you're hearing from everyone and that can also be kind of like trying to mm -hmm. weed through a lot of shit and figure out where the through line is. So I don't know. It, it, I, I find yeah. that interesting. And I feel like there are negatives for both at the end of the day. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's, it's, uh, yeah. One of the things I've tried to do more recently is not like target the questions, but, yeah. but target responses to things mm. that people said. So, okay. yeah. You know, yeah. oh, Steph really thought the challenge was super easy. You know, why is yeah. it that you lost the challenge then, everybody? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. That sort of yeah. thing. Um, which I think. They did the direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this vote is there's nine people on your tribe. Um, mm -hmm. As far as you were concerned, there w it was just a straight up we're all going to vote for Lord Shamrock. Is that 
accurate? Pretty darn sure. I, th it, I don't think that there were many, if any, other names thrown out that day. It might have been, like, a Spenjamin as, like, a mm -hmm. backup. And I was like, I like talking to Spen, so, like, I'm, I'm good, thanks. But uh, I think that was mostly just, like, a, a Hail Mary that Shamrock was trying to to throw, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that is that is where his vote ends up going. Um, okay. But, so, this vote is far like like 10 times messier than it really should have been because first of all you had nay also voting for spenchman here so you had two oh, people on the wrong Lord. side okay okay second of all spenchman himself sleeps through tribal council does not oh. submit a vote and third of all taylor was also a wall for this tribal council does not yes. submit a vote either so oh my God. <laughs> nine person tribal council that most thought was going to be an eight one shamrock vote ends up being a five two shamrock vote when it's all said and done um which is really strange ultimately Hilarious. fantastic that, uh, man i like i must have blocked that out but <laughs> <laughs> sounds right <laughs> yup uh so uh, I don't know. <laughs> Did you remember? Uh, do you remember feeling any sort of uh, type of way about the reality not lining up with the expectations that you had? Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess at that point in time, it was like, okay, what is for as much as like you can take someone's honesty or someone's word, um, like. How, to what extent can you actually like prove that or trust that and something that should have been so damn easy for so many different reasons <laughs> just became like really complicated and it's so funny like I'm looking back at this tribal council now I had completely forgotten about all of that but like Nay did like to kind of like do her own thing so like that does not surprise me at all um uh, Spenjamin was one of the first people that I talked to and like was very nice to me just for being so new to org so I remember if I now that I remember that being kicked around like I think I was just like you know he's a good dude he I he also told me that he really didn't want to be like the goat of the season and he was like I'm always the goat blah 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 and I was like ah goat interesting um, and that came back later, but, um, no, anyway, I just, there was no reason for me to kind of like negotiate away what made like a clear choice for me. The only like bummer I would say was that, um, I did start having like a solid conversation with Lord Shamrock again, 30 minutes before tribal council. And I was like, oh, this dude is nice when he's actually like paying attention to what is happening <laughs> in the context of this. So um i don't know i mean no no vote was ever like oh well meh, move on but um that was probably one of the easiest ones just because i really didn't have much experience with that dude at all sadly yeah no i i hope so uh <laughs> it was is pretty pretty straightforward in outcome if not in execution yeah. and yeah. uh you got you survived Nobody it wrote did. your name down. And, oh, man. Yep. <laughs> uh, we, live, we live to fight another day. 
Oh, thank goodness. Um. I guess here's a question. Uh, were you, I know when Shannon was playing, uh, yeah. she kept a running uh, tally, I suppose, about her pl- placement in the game relative to how Blink had performed during his own season uh. and was very uh, cognizant of the moment that she guaranteed a spot better than him. Was yes. either of their performances anything you were like thinking about you know as like the numbers slowly shrunk sure i mean for shannon i knew that shannon had won and i was like the likelihood that that is gonna happen (laughs) is slim but like it was her first time like hey i could have some crazy (laughs) crazy trajectory to get there who knows and then i honestly had thought And I must have just like totally misremembered this. But when they would, I thought when they were joking about how early Blink had finished, I thought he was like one of the first boots. So I was like, as long as I'm not first boot, like whatever. And um, so I, I think then looking back, I was like, oh, he was out much later than I had thought that he was. But um. I don't know. I knew that I either needed to not be the very last or like maybe I could hit close to where Shannon had hit being first. (laughs) Um, But I'd say like being so new to it, being so like just kind of open to the experience. There was never any like, wow, if I don't make it to this point, I'm going to be really pissed. I was just like, you know, (laughs) like I'm I'm kind of feeling it out as I go. So any anything past not being first boot is pretty good for me, I would say so. Okay, fair enough. Well, mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, not the first boot of the season, not the first boot of your tribe. Everything yeah. else is gravy. Look at me. <laughs> uh, so uh, that brings us to the fourth immunity challenge, which was the roller coaster. I don't know if you remember this one. I do. I was coming back from brunch and I was like, guys, I need give me like 30 minutes i won't have any more (laughs) beer at brunch so i was in a better state of mind than who am i thinking of brendan yeah there we go (laughs) Uh, oh brendan um but i think i was still kind of like getting my bearings because i do remember part of it was like the game of telephone where we had to kind of like write out a long sentence and I was trying to hand write the longest sentence of the bunch. And then I suddenly hear someone like, <laughs> click, 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 like typing in the background. And I was like, why the fuck didn't I think about that? I'm really <laughs> fast at typing. So continued to just shoot myself in the foot. I also was like, okay, well, I'll just do it on my dry erase board. And then the marker died. So I'm like, oh, no. just like in tears, like not in tears, but close to being in tears. Just like, please just get me through this damn challenge. But yes, I remember that very well. <laughs> yeah. So we tried to emulate a roller coaster or at least the very, the more recognizable segments of a roller coaster. Love uh, it. Counted up to 500 uh, for the lift hill. You counted back down to zero for the steep drop. And then in a break zone, you had to do some math. Uh, And then the voice channel uh, Helix replicant uh, uh, representation uh, is what you're talking about. 
three people had to join a voice channel and one at a time I would send you a sentence you'd have to say that sentence and then get both other people to say the exact same sentence uh, until then and then we'd go and we'd do that for each person and each sentence was progressively longer and uh, more complicated and had more detail to it. And you were, uh, you know, uh, on the one hand, like, I gave you the longest sentence. So you didn't even have to, like, remember or try to, like, write this one down. At least. Oh, then, okay. Then I was in the middle sentence and still just failing dreadfully. <laughs> uh you yeah you you were um i provided you with i think I don't, it was you and i i think spenjamin and bird i think so yeah that rings a bell bird and steph and uh so i gave jordan the first sent jordan i guess uh, actually um it looks like as i'm following along uh jordan got the first sentence okay. uh it took you a few tries to get it <laughs> There you um, go. That's <laughs> And then I gave Bird the next sentence. Uh, Jordan got it, and then it looks like it took you one or two tries. Feel like this one was easier. Not sure. And then I gave you the last sentence. Um, mm. I had so much fun writing these sentences. I will say, um, <laughs> as as a writer, it is the exact opposite of how I write. Yeah. <laughs> um just you know I, you know your sentence was you know you ordered two pizzas there was a phone number involved um, oh god also yes. a dog park and toys and different types of car like, it's just a lot going on yeah and, uh, yeah there's a piece of paper floating around like in my <laughs> my spare bedroom where my desk is because i definitely had just like written it on something random and i would run across it every once in a while and just be like what it uh, okay <laughs> that's what this is so yeah um should have typed very from nice. the very start but i've learned my lesson now <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. ultimately eventually you're able to get through this uh yes. everyone who wasn't on the voice channel had to do the next part which represented mini hills uh, which was counting from a to z back to a for each yes. person which brought break zone number two, which was a jigsaw puzzle that was in an image. So like you couldn't move the pieces around easily. Yes. Um, and so there was some, some trickiness involved there. Uh, yes. Eventually you're able to get through it. Um, the next part was the splashdown section. We asked you to post 10 different images of there are 10 images of different types of water. Um, you were quick on the draw with a ball, ja a ball jar glass of water and running water out of a faucet. Hell yeah. Uh, we got a lazy river from Darcy. Spenjamin posted some ice cubes. Nay had a bottled bottle of water. <laughs> he posted uh, the ocean and a lake. Yeah, from Encyclopedia Britannica. I'm yep. like doing this right now. Too funny. Spen Some pictures of the lake from Bird. Love it. Yeah. Spenjamin <laughs> got rain, or uh, Darcy got rain. Spenjamin posted this is the Antarctic, I think, or the Arctic, one of the two. Um, 
which I guess accounted as crying ice. eyeball is killing me. The stock <laughs> image, <laughs> the tear in the stock image. Yeah. Yes. Um, bird. Uh, event. I I don't know which ten we counted, but there were ten in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> and then we get to the photo op, and this was a scavenger hunt of ten items, where the trick was. Each person had to submit at least one item or you'd get a penalty. And each item had to be submitted or there was a penalty. And we would take the first image of each item. It didn't. We didn't care who posted it. That was on the team to figure out and make sure people didn't uh, kind of get short shaft of what yes. was left. Uh, the items were fairly standard, though uh, I think the... Um, the cookie cutter definitely gave uh, gave Mirth a lot of trouble. I don't think they ended up having a cookie cutter on their tribe, but I believe I don't he, it either. Uh, mm. I'm not sure. They did have SMM drawing things, which we did accept. Um, he he drew a sh- uh, an image, a picture of a shirt, and wrote the word red on it. And I said no. And then he colored in a shirt that was red, and I said that's acceptable. <laughs> um so let's see you go you you take a second to kind of call out what you have and then we get the images great 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 uh you had the tape um you posted a picture and a salt shaker as well and let's see ultimately it ends up with the cookie cutter and umbrella between taylor and nay and Uh, yeah, doesn't look like you had a cookie cutter, but Nay does put on some pants to go take a picture of the umbrella that's in her car. So Bless her. <laughs> we we managed that one, and uh, you salvaged some of what would have been a lot more penalty time there. Good job, guys. God. Yes, this is bringing back all these memories. I definitely did not realize that everyone, or like that we shouldn't be posting multiple items. So I think I remember I was just like speed grabbing things before people were like, stop, 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 stop. We actually all need to do it. So, yeah, you know, just get overly excited, but we did it. <laughs> it happens. Um, you started around 4.15 Eastern and wrapped up around quarter to six. So it took you about an hour and a half in raw time. You ended up with 15 minutes of penalty time for a total length of 103 minutes uh, on the challenge. I think we actually told you <laughs> up front that to expect this to take around 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think that resulted in everybody feeling like they'd lost, which isn't the worst yeah. thing uh, yeah. <laughs> from where I was sitting. Uh, but um mirth doesn't go till much later that evening they start at 10 30 p.m eastern and don't finish until close to 12 30 in the morning oh god with with about 20 penalty minutes of their own so it takes them 131 minutes including penalty time and that is that is a sizable margin and means euphoria wins another immunity challenge yeah (laughs) well done (laughs) Thank you. It was all me. <laughs> um, yeah, three out of four. That's a really, that's a good record, firstly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Puts a lot of pressure on Mirth. And uh, 
Yeah, it just gives you a lot of time to relax, enjoy yourself, yeah. ride some rides. Yeah, um, baby. <laughs> Um, so, uh, they go to tribal council, they vote out Brendan, um, and then we're down to eight to six in total players remaining on each tribe. Great. Wild. <laughs> and so we get to the aforementioned go-kart challenge, White Knuckles. This is an individual challenge. Both tribes are going to be voting somebody out regardless, but one person on each tribe will be immune. Uh, so getting your first taste of an individual challenge here, uh, you kind of talked about uh, not necessarily having the best strategy. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess this is the one, most of these challenges that end up being done on Google Sheets, as you realize, have a minor... Or, or sometimes major social component with them. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, a lot harder to force run into somebody in this challenge than say um, light cycles or bumper balls when we yeah. get to those. But there's a little bit of it. Uh, I don't know, how, was this, I guess maybe speak a little more as to your um, pedal to the floor, lead foot uh, <laughs> strategy you had here. Well, here's my problem. I think I just like, I read the instructions a few times and I think I, <coughs> sorry, I think I asked like a few questions. I think I often would like reach out and ask questions just because like, again, I kind of have to do it before it fully clicks. So in my, like, I thought that I was like, okay, I get this good start. In the way that I had understood the instructions, I thought I was going to be able to downshift effectively enough that I wouldn't just like clear that wall and end up elsewhere. Um, but I didn't. And then by that point in time, I want to say, and I think, I think Jeff might have been helping us with this one, I'm pretty sure. And I think he was like hosting people at the time. So he was like definitely busy <laughs> on top of me just like not knowing what was going on um so i think it was just like a little bit i don't know i felt like an idiot by the time i finally made it almost all the way through there and i remember like i think you had said it was probably like an hour long and we're entering like our third hour <laughs> <laughs> and there was no way in hell that i was gonna win but I saw a lot of people like dropping out, dropping like flies, like just kind of giving up. And I was like, well, I know I'm not winning this one, but I can at least show that I'm like a solid teammate by sticking around to the end. So yeah, I totally fucked myself. I ran through the wall. I Bird had such a smart idea to like kind of cheat the system effectively by blasting through a couple walls and i was like well shit like okay i yeah that could have happened to me in a in a happy accident in another lifetime um but yeah i think it just was like a good reminder to me that like i read something six times i probably don't know <laughs> i still don't have like the clear understanding so i just probably need to like spend more time with it so i think i just like didn't really fully understand it and that was a good lesson to learn then to make sure that for future stuff i was really really asking 
all of the possible questions that I had because I learned that the hard way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at the kind of trajectory here, <laughs> and you were out in front, and it looks like yeah. uh, you were traveling down to left one, and you did that two times in a row, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not sure what what ended up because let's see you would have been here uh, so maybe it worked i don't know something happened down in this um like kind of the the second half of the first turn <laughs> that yeah. does not look great uh in terms no. of the configuration of your your letter of the letter <laughs> s uh, yeah, and then I think after that happened, you like had to your speed got turned down considerably after you had a crash, if I remember correctly. So like after I did that, mm -hmm. there was really no way for me to like get up to full speed again. So it was just kind of like I had to live with <laughs> the bet I had made myself <laughs> by the time that happened. <laughs> yes, yes. Each time you crashed uh, into anything, your max speed dropped by one. It started at eight. Uh, you finished with a max speed of three. Love um, it. <laughs> and yeah, because Mirth, in an inverse of the previous challenge, Mirth went earlier in the day for this one. Yeah. Also had less people, so it was a much less crowded racetrack for them. And I was yes. handling them. And so when uh, Euphoria started, Jeffrey... Um, I couldn't do both. They were still going, oh God, no, so I couldn't no. do both. It was just so funny. I do so remember he was like, kind of busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, okay, Jeff, sorry. I know you're busy. Like, can I move here? And he was like, no. Can I do this? No. You can do this or this. So at that point in time, I was just like, I'm really not catching on, so I'm just going to try to get through this, and my speed is my speed, so... <laughs> No, it uh, it could what could have been, um, what could have been, yeah. Uh, the the other aspect of this challenge that doesn't really come into play for you is the three advantage spaces on the track. Oh um, yes. So obviously they are positioned in such a way that if you try to get them, uh, it is not not optimal to winning the race, and you had flown past the first one and then were so broken down <laughs> afterwards <laughs> that you didn't have time to get to any of the others to really have a chance at them um, yeah when, sounds right <laughs> uh, when everyone kind of unanimously decided that they were it's been going on for so long that they were they were ready to kind of pack it in yeah and I stuck it out to the bitter end. I stand <laughs> by that. And I, I I, was like, I know that this is kind of fucking stupid, but if I can be a good teammate here, I'm going to do it. So I don't know. <laughs> that was the win in my book in some ways. <laughs> uh, so Bird ends up winning. Yes. Uh, Darcy was second. Nay was in the <clears throat> third. Um, and the only person on your tribe that landed on any of the advantage spaces was Maddie in the first one uh, mm, which ultimately okay. told him that the merge would happen with 11 people oh okay okay so uh going to tribal council again uh, bird <laughs> yes. is not a target cannot be voted for 
and that leaves seven other people on the tribe, uh, including yourself. Um, I don't know what this co- these conversations started as, but what for you did things turn into um, as uh, the Taylor Darcy feud uh, crescendoed? Uh, I yeah, okay. <laughs> Those were two people who I just really enjoyed on like a fun personal level. And I saw both of them. Uh, it it became such a landmine to open either of those DMs leading up to that tribal. Um, I was terrified of Taylor because Taylor had like, Taylor was like all about the team and just like having fun for a while. I don't know. We were like sending euphoria memes to each other and just like having a fucking ball over on the euphoria side of things. And um, he, I was very surprised to like see the turn in his personality. And again, like this is all game stuff. So like, I don't mean like he became a different person, but like, suddenly all the fun that we were all having was like okay we're putting this aside we need to get down to business mm-hmm. and then like coming from darcy's side um i think i was hearing a lot of stuff kind of like secondhand um like things that had gone down between the two of them from her um and like I don't know. Darcy's so proud of her, like, uh, family tree that she made of our team. Oh, yes, yes. Um, That, like, we had a very, like, the age of her mom or her mom by any means. But, like, I had, like, a a relationship where I felt kind of like her cool aunt. And that's what (laughs) she kind of called me in the family tree. So, like, we were just very, like, forthcoming with each other. And I felt some, like, responsibility for, like, her well-being and her safety i don't know that sounds crazy to say i guess but i'm trying to (laughs) trying to express myself so when some of this stuff kind of started popping off like i really tried to like lean in to help take care of darcy and like to see that coming from the other side with taylor was just like a little bit too like i it really took me by surprise and that was when i was like oh like this is it's kind of savage like shit's gonna get savage really quickly um <clears throat> and i think after a while i just had to like stop responding to taylor briefly because i was not feeling comfortable with her like the re- the conversation was going because i just felt like a real disconnect from what he was saying to like the relationship that i had with darcy and i was like well this sucks like taylor and i have this like good rapport we both like do comedy or like to talk about comedy we like to talk about screenwriting and all this shit and so it was like it was a shitty one to approach because i was like in many ways like i think this dude is great and i love him and like we've had so much fun together but i also just felt like such a a responsibility to take care of darcy but it it was a little scary to see that kind of just totally pivoted on um like I guess what was effectively our second time going to tribal council. So we went from zero to like a hundred very quickly. Um, the least dramatic decision-making process to a tribal council to one that was really off the rails. Um, so I don't know. I, I remember kind of needing to like take some 
some space for my brain. And this will probably be a, <laughs> a common theme where, um, I don't know, like in some ways, like the added stress of like having to make some of these decisions or like pit people who I really liked against each other or make tough decisions. Um, that, that was a part of the game that was like really tough for me and one that I really did not personally enjoy <laughs> being mentally in that spot too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That was a really drawn out response. I'm sorry. I kind of went off the rails there myself. <laughs> no, it was a very uh, tenuous time uh, in the game for a lot of people. Um, and I think uh, some have said that it, it's perhaps part of the kind of catalyst is the right word, but maybe maybe the um, sort of preempted a lot of other uh intense emotional stuff that would come later on in the season yeah and it you know it's weird like i remember i forget who i was talking to but you know when you look at and, and obviously it's very different looking at uh a dm channel with the two of them in it talking mm-hmm. to each other as it is when yeah. you when we get to tribal council when all of this kind of comes out again and and now you're doing it in front of not only everyone on euphoria but three people from mirth who are there to spectate it as well right and i you know it's one of those things where when you look at the the text of what's being said it's hard to know what tone a lot of things are being said in because like yeah I know Darcy pretty well. I know yeah. Taylor. I uh-huh. could totally see a lot of the things that they, that they say as like jokes or coming off, you know, a joke taken too far, maybe, um, yeah. or you know, something yeah. in that vein. And you could yeah. also read it the exact opposite way, where this is like, no, this is serious. I'm not happy, and that's one of the sort of problems and issues people have with playing this game in a text-based format is you can't see the person's face you don't know if they're smiling when they say hello to you or if they're crying or if they're upset or if they're angry if they're mad if they're whatever the case and um and so even within the two of them having having this conversation with each other and through bird jordan whomever else it is uh, they don't know how you know on a scale of one to ten how upset each other actually is how much of it is being played up for the game how much of it is uh, you know a whole host of things yeah Um, no completely and that's really that's a good division to make because like yes some of this is very much like feelings getting hurt or people like working through things or like rationalizing things whatever but to your point some of that is very much just like part of the the smoke and mirrors i guess for the game or like the drama that they're doing for someone else who's spectating so it is like it's a weird it's a weird moment and a weird thing to kind of understand because like i i mean i clearly was just like i feel for this person who i think is like upset and like i'm i'm obviously just a third party getting this but in my realm of like how i'm 
receiving this information or rationalizing this information. Like I don't feel super good about this turning the other direction. But again, I didn't feel super good about it turning either direction. So it just was like two shitty, <laughs> shitty outcomes that were possible there really for me. Like I was gonna lose a friend either way. It isn't fun. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Um, so how did you, uh, so uh, you kind of decide to be team Darcy in this yeah. division. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to be asking this question a couple of times as we go through the season, yeah. but did you have any idea as to where anybody else stood on this divide? Oh, goodness. I feel like I still was kind of at a stage where like people were not really talking game with me that frequently. Like I want to say that that still hadn't really started very much. Um, and that was kind of partially because I just didn't really enjoy it. I would say like the usual suspects of like Nay and Maddie were always like the first people to ask about who you were voting after like we would come up for um for tribal but like bird i don't think i discussed game with bird until like <laughs> i don't it might have even been merged like i'm not sure we ever talked about any of that until then <laughs> um which is so strange because i talked to bird at least a lot for me in the terms of the lack thereof in comparison to other folks i guess um but I don't know. I, I, man, I'm struggling to remember the specifics around that one. Like, I know that for me, talking game was always a little bit uncomfortable. And so I really did not love having those conversations. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly struggling to remember how anyone else was like really feeling around the Taylor vote, except that I remember talking to Darcy a lot about it. Um, and that was just because I kind of talked to Darcy a lot throughout the entire time oh sorry that wasn't a great answer ryan <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay uh i guess the the sort of point being um yeah did you feel like you know you're going in you're going to vote for taylor uh yeah is that who you thought was actually going to go home oh yeah i i didn't feel like there was um i i didn't really feel like there was a strong well i guess some people obviously went for darcy for this one a lot of other people went for taylor i think like in my feeling i was going in in a safe place knowing that i wanted to vote taylor and then i think as tribal unfolded seeing some of that in motion and like seeing some of that live kind of confirmed that for me so i think at the time like i wasn't like oh I I wanted to group around Darcy because I thought, again, like if I had kind of swayed my vote, there might have been a chance that she was going home. But I think I still did feel pretty confident that we had the votes for Taylor. So, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, uh, in the in the wake of the go-karts go challenge, um, yes. Mirth went to Tribal Council first. Uh, they were... Uh, they ended up voting out Jimmy. Uh, I believe Darcy and Spenjamin were both there to watch that tribal council, which was yeah. largely unremarkable. 
Um, <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, within that, during that day, all into the next day uh, was the rise of this Taylor versus Darcy drama um, okay. <laughs> that centered around, if I uh, if I remember correctly, the uh, there were accusations by Taylor that Darcy and or Bird had a connection to the other tribe, a literal yes. in-game connection way to talk to the other tribe somehow. And yes. it wasn't until the night after Jimmy is voted out that Nay finds um, the third and final neural link that was on your tribe and tells Taylor about it, that he has like tangible, physical, like, okay, a thing that does the thing I think happens actually exists. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. And so, I do remember that. <laughs> so, you know, he, he's, that is his pitch. That is his like bird, bird Darcy. They're together. They're a pair. They're a duo. They're never going to be broken up. We got to get rid of them now. Um, yeah. And obviously the, the rhetoric got more heated than just that, but that yeah. was the sort of basis for what he was trying to do. Okay. Yes. And so um, when we get to tribal council and uh, you know, in, I, I'm always pleased when it takes very little effort to get the players to tell me what's actually going on, like Taylor yeah. is willing to do yeah. here. Um, <laughs> everything immediately comes out within like five minutes of everyone showing up, if not sooner. And, um, you know, it's it's very much like the fact that you know, Bird become comes out forthright and says, "Yeah, I've got a Neuralink connection with Bramblecat uh, on the other side." Um, and you know, little lo and behold, uh, Maddie has one with Waxler at this time <laughs> that never yeah. gets brought up, that no one knew right. about. Uh, right. <laughs> and then shortly after this tribal council ends, SMM is going to create one with Darcy. Love it. Um, so. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of uh, shades of gray to the truth and what's being shared with everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For you, though, um, <laughs> as one of the people who I believe or I assume wasn't aware that any of these existed until this all kind of comes out here. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you make of any of it? I mean, at the time, like, I think I remember this reveal and I was like, okay, great. So they get a little bit of a leg up with the other side of the house. And like, I, while I'm sure that there, there's obviously some value in that, if you are like someone who is really trying to strategize across the lines, great. I think like, in terms of like actual relationships to be forged or like things to really be gained through doing that like i in my opinion like looking back i don't think that you could have really like won the game by gaining that i think you would really have to try hard to leverage that in such a way that it's really going to like tip the scales in your favor so i think when i even read that i was just like to me that does not and you're bringing this back is like reminding me that I think Taylor even like intimated that to me. And I was just like, okay, bro, like, cool. Like, okay. <laughs> so 
we've had a chance to talk to them on the Ferris wheel. And a little while later, like, RC and Bird and Bramble were in the, the hot air balloon. Like, yes, that's obviously helpful to have some of that opportunity to converse with that side of the house. But I really, to me, that didn't feel like that big of a deal that it needed to be a reason to, like, blow up a tribal over it, frankly, in my opinion. Hmm. Uh, you can disagree with me. That's well, okay. <laughs> well, I guess I guess my first re- response was that would be so. Maddie's is created. Maddie Waxler's is created on like whatever day of the game this is, like day yeah fourteen or something like that. Um, okay. SMM and Darcy's isn't created until like day fifteen. Bird and Brambles was created on day one, and so the thing about that is well obviously bird wins so yeah i don't know how big of a role that neuralink plays in bird winning but i think you know you can't really say it played no role obviously um but i would say that uh you know getting the the can if you can form that bond that can create that connection as basically the same like bird is connecting to bramble cat at the same rate they, they they could be connecting to Darcy, to Jordan, to you, yeah. to yeah. everybody on yeah. their tribe because it's all started on day one. And True. that is, I think, I think more so than just the fact that it's possible, it's when it's be able to be done that early, I think is what gives it a lot of power. That be- makes sense. Um, you know, because... You know, when we get to the merge, uh, you know, you're there, you're for you're meeting, you're not really meeting a lot of these players on the other side for the first time, but you're getting mm-hmm. your first chance to really connect with them uh, on an on a private level in the DM channel that they create with you, and um, there, you know, you haven't had a regular exposure to any of them in a way that kind of creates a uh, a foundation the same way that the few neural links that already existed enabled those players to do. So That's like fair. Maddie and Waxler's DM uh, neural link, I don't know that that really mattered. Um, ultimately, I think it could have uh, since both of them yeah. made it to final five, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I guess it kind of depends upon the person. Like I think that for some people, like it didn't really go anywhere. Or they got kicked out early. I, and like Bird, I think is a special case. Like, yes, having that in place, like made a difference. They were able to make those connections across the board. But I don't know. I just, when, I, when Taylor posed it to me, like it just didn't really seem like that much of a threat to me at the time, frankly. And that can be a silly note that no one needs to know, but that is the honest truth. <laughs> so uh, I've got, I didn't, I didn't know what this was going to be until I just looked it up, but I have another stat yeah. for you. Okay. 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 Bird and Bramble Cats DM channel at the, uh, by the end of the day before the merge uh, mm-hmm. had 1,050 total messages in it, which yeah. for Bird, kind of low. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But yeah. um, so a thousand messages in the amount of sent back and forth uh, in the amount of time where they otherwise wouldn't have had the ability to send those messages to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the largest, and again, messages and characters, not the same thing, but the largest yeah. DM channel in messages you were part of in the entire season 
was with Darcy. And okay. that had only 1,018 messages in it. So, oh, so, right. and again, you know, apples to oranges, they're similar, but they're not the same. Um, but the fact that Bird could put in as many messages with Bramble before they'd even, you'd merged, as you ended mm -hmm. up putting in with Darcy through the entire almost four weeks you played the game together, um, yeah. is something, right? It's not, yeah. Yeah. it's it's a lot of how you use it. It's a lot of who you connected with. Um, yeah. In this case, Bramble was the one who connected to Bird. So I am. Uh, that's just how that went out. This is how that worked out. Um, if Bramble yeah. connects with you instead, like, I don't know what Maybe. happens. No. <laughs> a whole different, no. whole different, whole different game all of a sudden. Um, True. <laughs> and so, uh, I don't know. I think, I think I've learned. Um, one of the things I've learned in this these games is that you can never overestimate the value of just information like, mm, like yeah. no matter how important you think it is it's it's much more important than that it's infinitely yeah. important and yeah that makes sense you know if you have a connection to people that nobody else has a connection to or that a lot of other people don't have a connection to like that's that can be really potent true all right i'll allow it <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um so uh, I guess to go back to this tribal council, yes. um, eventually I have to, I say eventually, like almost immediately, I, I have to like shut it down before it gets out of hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of uh, set, set the table a little bit. And one of the few times that I feel like I actually um, brought information that I otherwise wouldn't have into a tribal council just so I could better summarize what was happening yeah um and so more so than just the deluge of information that's coming out of this uh mm -hmm. is you know what do you feel about the fact that this is not only coming out in tribal council where all of your tribe mates are seeing it but three and at this point 60 percent of mirth is there to watch this happen they are are seeing firsthand the uh, apparently deep, severe cracks in this yeah. group. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like you individually can, and I think you and Maddie and Nay uh, and Spenjamin for to a large part, like aren't really involved in this at all. Yeah. <laughs> You're just kind of like flies on the wall and almost as much as you know, the people from Earth are. So, like, but and at the same token, like, you don't have any power to stop Taylor or Darcy from from continuing right. down this conversation. Right. So, um, <laughs> how how does this kind of feel uh, from your yeah. perspective as far as like your position in the game, the way that uh, this is going to reflect on you, or could reflect on you, or the people you're working with, or somewhere whatever yeah. else down the line? Um, I think, yeah, the fact that that was such a public falling out of just like a team that seemed 
to the start to like kind of have things together. We all seemed pretty united. We all seemed to be like pretty on the same page or at least it seemed like it. And like our performance on like challenges or things had given us a pretty good trajectory where we didn't have to like have some of those hard conversations again until later. Um, but yeah, the fact that there were so many Murthians there to see it um, was uncomfortable, knowing that that would definitely be reported back on. And I, I remember after their tribal council, like whoever was there, it was just like, oh yeah, like nothing happened. <laughs> like it was pretty dry, <laughs> whatever. Um, so for us to have kind of like the exact opposite a shit storm occurring during tribal and have that be publicly seen by large, I mean, God, you they were seven or were there six folks left at that point in time, either way, like bad odds of the extent of that being known on the other side. Um, <clears throat> and then like, I don't know. I, again, the comment that you made about like, what is game and what is like, just kind of embellishment or whatever um that was i really didn't want to like get involved in that conversation during tribal so i think like that was probably one of those times that i like put my phone down just kind of like watched it unfold but like tried not to engage um just because like i don't know the it was verging a little bit beyond like and again i don't know if this was really embellished for the sake of the drama or the viewership but like it was verging a little past like oh we're putting on a show and it felt like a little bit more personal than that um so i think it was just it was kind of hard to watch and our most like the the first time that we really saw the cracks showing in a way that I don't think initially was like the way or the tune that our team was um, whistling, I guess. And again, like to have that be visualized or just acknowledged and seen by that many folks was a weird position to be in um, coming back from that kind of having thought that we were like on a more united front than we came back. And I think like... I want to say, um, like, just our home channel was kind of odd and quiet and a little... It, it was just, like, a weird shakeup that I don't think we were anticipating that early on. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I, I think about, um, I think, a good sort of analog in, in sort of the exact opposite uh, sense is in our third season, there was a pre-merged tribal council with 12 people left in the game that had four people there it's only four and yeah. it went to rocks and it lasted <laughs> okay. about 90 minutes from start to finish it was long yeah. it was drawn out it was emotional okay. um yeah. and it all resulted in hirsch being eliminated and okay yes <laughs> i remember that one. okay okay and yep. <laughs> so you know hirsch at that point had been I don't want to, you know, speak out of turn, but like I think he had pretty much been one of the dominant, yeah, faces of the season to that point. Sure. Um, Makes he sense. had a lot of connections. He was in a very good spot and would have had to either be taken out immediately at the merge, or you know, oh, yeah. he's probably going to be there close to the end. Yeah. 
And so for him to go out in that moment when no one else, when like the other eight people in the game had no idea what had happened, like, wow, that was a topic that came up every day until like yeah. final five, right? Like he's, yeah. he's not even on the jury and he is in the, he is living rent-free in every player's head. And the three people <laughs> yeah. who were there that survived, you know, they all make it to final five in the season. Yeah. So like they're there the whole time. Uh, some of them decide to lie about what took place. Others just don't want to say what happened. And like you get this, you know, this just, it just keeps coming up and it keeps coming up. Yeah. And you have some people who know the truth and others who don't. And like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 you Sounds know, like yeah. <laughs> and so it's this incredibly pivotal important tribal council that happens pre-merge sends somebody yeah. out who doesn't go to the jury that everyone cares about but no one was you know very few people were actually there to see yeah and in your season you have this very impactful pre-merge tribal council that doesn't send mm -hmm. anybody to the jury that removes a player who potentially could have been a big factor if he'd gotten yeah. to the merge and yeah everybody knows exactly what happened because almost yeah. everyone in the game was there to see it. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. And Taylor can be very persuasive and like, he's someone who people enjoy. So I think like keeping up like the, the balance between like wanting to be liked by someone who is like a leader or like someone who does seem like they know what they're doing. They're familiar with orgs, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, that could have been a very different trajectory for the season had that gone a different way. I mean, I don't know that it was a pivotal moment and I'm very curious, like if things had gone the other way, like what would have taken place? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, either if it had been Darcy instead of Taylor or if none of it had even happened. Yeah. And, and... Yeah. True. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but whew, uh, we, we, get, <laughs> we get to the end of it. Um, we do have a split five to three in with five votes for Taylor and three votes for Darcy. Uh, Jordan, Taylor, and um, Nay all vote for Darcy. Everyone else votes for Taylor. And uh yeah we we <laughs> we really survived this one <laughs> just um, barely yeah yeah <laughs> and so uh mirth so mirth sent home jimmy euphoria sends home taylor we are down to 12 people remaining and as uh, a handful of players in the season knew uh, that meant there was only one more challenge and a vote before the merge yes <laughs> which which brings us to the swinging ship immunity oh man the uh, bromance continues <laughs> so uh with mirth only having uh with mirth having five people it was we were gonna have three matchups here um a two pairs and a solo matchup and you'd be counting competitively against each other in the same channel so what that means is um, it'd start out with one minute rounds counting by ones 
and then when uh, and so if if you counted to 60 and I counted to 55 you'd get five points you beat me by five mm-hmm. and you'd keep going until one person reached 90 points and then it would be two minutes counting by twos and then it would be three minutes counting by threes when you got to uh, 180 uh, and the first person to get to 360 would win the matchup very different in the 1v1 matchup than it is in the 2v2 matchup you only have yourself um it's you're not waiting for somebody else to count before you can go so you got a lot more freedom and space and whatnot to to kind of figure it out as you go so to speak yes yes very much so yeah uh we let you we let the players decide on the scheduling so uh whoever was available first went first and and it ended up being you were the solo member for euphoria waxler was the solo player for mirth and the two of you would be participating in the first matchup of the challenge um how do you feel about counting just in general did i I am a fast typer, and I'm a pretty solid counter, so this one was a lot of fun for me, and I think Waxler and I both had a lot of fun together doing this. <laughs> okay, um, good. And I actually still have, like, my cheat, not my cheat, <laughs> but I had, because um, eights and nines are, like, when I get a little fuzzy, I need to remember it's either, like, you're either adding, um, you're going to, like, one or, sorry, if I'm going to like 88, I'm going to be going to 91. Or if I'm on 89, I'm going to be going to 92. And that's where I get hung up. So I still have a post-it on my wall that has 8-1 and 9-2 <laughs> on there, which was like my reminder to myself to not fuck up at the very end. Um, but we had fun. I think, I mean, we both were like off to the races and you had to tell us to stop counting for most of our rounds. But, um, yes. I felt good about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was the, di- the a big difference between uh, your matchup and the set- the next matchup is, well, you, you had no like breaks, right? Yeah. Because there yeah, was yeah. nothing restricting you other than Discord's innate like slow... Right slowing you down thing yep. um which yep. just like kind of throwing scrolling through the channel you can see where uh like you'll put in seven numbers in a row and then like yep. waxler put in six numbers in a row and like obviously that's not how those numbers yeah. were entered but that's simply how um they were the results the results came out yeah um, that was a tough learning curve for me like i was not super familiar with that feature so that i think kind of like threw me off in some ways but yeah now i now i know that one well <laughs> <laughs> yes um but one of the things that uh i you know really appreciate from from jeffrey is that in a lot of these challenges that require um, a lot of players putting in answers rapidly over a period yeah. of time, uh, he does it. He did it for uh, Simotion later on as well. Is mm-hmm. there's some sort of like fact checking thing on our shared oh, yeah. spreadsheet that we can just okay. copy and paste everything into, and it'll tell us did you fuck up or not. <laughs> Yes nice. or no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's helpful. <laughs> yeah, because if you scroll through this first round, you would be kind of 
surprised to find out anyone made a mistake because it doesn't look yeah. like there was one. Sure, sure. But then Makes when you sense. copy it into the sheet, you realize that when you typed in 17 and 18, it was all one message and not yeah. separate messages. R.I.P. Uh, I did so <laughs> Very rough situation. Um, telling me. <laughs> so instead of winning the first round 61 to 54, you end up uh, losing it 54 to 0. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> bit bit of a difference. Bit of a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, and then yeah, like you said, I told you to stop at the time you were supposed to stop when you were at sixty-one to fifty-four. Everyone kept counting. I said oh, yeah. you could stop again. Everyone kept counting. <laughs> and yeah. I think I then turned you off your ability to type. <laughs> You probably did. Maxler and I both were so committed to that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I gave you the bad news. And um, unfortunately, the score after the first round, Waxler 54, Steph 0. Mm, yeah. So plenty of time to make it up. And um, the next round, a little bit better. No mistakes on either person. You end up winning this one, 64-61. Get a couple of points for yourself. We do a round three. And uh, again, no issues this time either. Uh, rate limits, definitely playing a factor. And mm, yeah. Waxler wins this one, 54-45. to 45. He's up 63-3. to three. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you get it back in the fourth round, beating him by six points. And then the fifth round, so uh, we'd known, <laughs> I love this, uh, you're up 60 to 54 at the end of the fourth round, I say stop. Waxler actually does, and you kept huh. counting to like <laughs> eight, 90, Hell like yeah. 30 more messages. Um, I remember, uh, I, I don't know if I DM'd Blink or if Blink DM'd me, but oh God. Uh, he messaged me. <laughs> at one point and it was on my old account so i can't even look at it but he had said something to the effect of like don't stop them let her keep counting so that it'll drive down the average characters per message you send oh my god he is such a okay well, thank you for him to try to fix my odds <laughs> of some solid stats in my favor. That's too funny. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was so good. Um, uh, so we'd set up, uh, I'd said that if you get to nine, if one person gets to 90, we'd switch from one minute for, by ones to two minute by twos. Uh, the other version of that was if somebody got, uh, if you went five, um, it was either that or if you made it five rounds or something like that or something like yes. that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So fifth round would be the last time anyone counted by ones, regardless of the outcome. And uh, here we see you make uh, a mistake early on and recover. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then something happened because, like, you were at one counting over mm-hmm. for the time, and Waxler was at like 10. Yeah. And you only sent like 10 more messages in the time that he sent almost 40. I don't know if you remember something getting happening. Oh, 
I think that might have been like the speed thing. Like I think I could not even type into the window anymore, which obviously oh, pissed me off to no end because I was because I can like type really quickly. So like I caught the error. I was like, I'm gonna fix it. Okay, we're good. We're good. And I'm pretty sure that was what happened, where it was just like everything that I sent was under like the speed control, and I I'm pretty sure like I couldn't send anything else. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Not, not good no 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 not at all i tried i would have sent at least 60 more messages <laughs> <laughs> had i done that <laughs> um waxler ends up winning at 47 to 11 uh so he yeah. does pass that 90 mark anyway and he's got a 90 point lead over you but we're moving on to two rounds of two minutes counting by twos so everything's about to change yeah uh <laughs> Waxler, both of you counting great to start with. And then all of a sudden, uh, disaster strikes Waxler. And um, he was already lagging fairly far behind you um, as we got later into this round. And then he, instead of 134, he types 14 and Ooh. has to restart with just a few seconds left. And you beat him <laughs> by 180 points damn yep yep <laughs> <laughs> okay this is all yeah because i i like i am a machine when i type brian and i will remind you that i was using an ipad for some motion so if that gives you any understanding of my typing skills like i'm pretty fucking solid but i was livid with discord because i couldn't get it to work and i was like i can do this like the computer won't let me do this Ugh. so no you bummed. crushed it crushed it um, <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> i i when i when i've talked to when i've talked to the people who were involved in the second matchup uh which ends up being darcy and spenjamin against bramble and chaka beans like yeah when you just look at them when they're all counting without errors and stuff it was yeah quite obvious that darcy and spenjamin were faster just in raw speed um okay barring yeah. mistakes which ends up being the what happens uh <laughs> they would have won yeah. that challenge or their their okay. at least their matchup and i think the same is true here in the inverse at least to this point um in counting yeah. by ones and twos you seem to have um a pretty solid speed advantage over waxler mm -hmm. um yeah had you not made mistakes earlier on you probably yeah. have a bit of a bigger lead at this point but still still in a good spot um by scoring 180 points in this round you immediately skip us ahead to three minutes of counting by threes <laughs> oh yeah okay so this is, this is why i have the note on my wall all right this is coming back to me now yep here we are <laughs> um and so I think it's also underestimated just how long these two and three minute rounds are. Like, yeah. especially after spending some doing five straight rounds of one minute. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're still so free. <laughs> yeah, we're still going. What's happening? I'm so tired. <laughs> um, and counting by threes, a lot more difficult. Uh, and it shows because I think the two of you end up being fairly evenly matched uh, in, yeah. in, these, in these ones. Yep. <laughs> round seven no mistakes and it ends in 249 to 246 like Oof, man the yeah. only way it could get any closer 
is in the next round when it was 246 to 246. So, <laughs> like... We were having so much fun. I, like, I loved this challenge. So, <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean, even though, like, I ended up losing, like, I had the best time competing <laughs> against Waxler. And again, this was, like, the start of such a fun friendship once we finally merged. So, I'll take it. The loss was worth it. <laughs> Yeah, you did great. Both of you, um, really, uh, number for number. Round uh, nine, penultimate round, ends up. You end up making a mistake early on um, before you get to 100. And so Waxler, I don't know if he could really coast from that point on because you're going to catch him, I think. Um, And I I almost feel like he kind of sensed this. And so... Uh, he might have started out a little slower after you'd made that mistake, but then I think he kind of picked the pace up back to normal when he saw how quickly yeah. you were gaining on him, which ultimately <laughs> leads to him making his own mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now he's about 100 points behind you. Oof, yeah. And then I fuck up, right? I think yeah. I <laughs> so you're at 167, one. Ugh. 73 when you get to the end because you hadn't realized you'd made a mistake but as we all know because we were all taught this in like second grade if you add the sum of the digits up in a number and that sum is divided visible by three the number itself is divisible by three one plus seven plus three is 11 and that is not divisible by three. Oh, yeah. That <sighs> was embarrassing. Well, I don't even, I probably even like whiffed that. Like, I'm not sure that I even got the math wrong. I think I just like, m- like fat fingered it and <laughs> got that wrong. I don't even know. I don't yeah. remember. Uh, but I remember if, being angry. <laughs> if we go back to 81, that was the last valid number you submitted. You then got, oh, okay. were shifted to 83 instead of 84. <laughs> And everything okay. else after that was off by one. Naturally, naturally <sighs> makes sense. All right, yeah, I should have caught that earlier. I probably could have caught up. <laughs> yeah, right. Because uh, Waxler was at fifty-four, he makes a mistake, goes oh, down yeah. to forty-seven, and has to restart and gets to eighteen before the end of the round. <laughs> Man, <laughs> so literally that. <laughs> um, yeah, he gets eighteen points and kind of just a drop in the bucket at that point. Yeah, well, shoot. Mm. And that brings us to the final round, round 10. Uh, The score was 189 to 120 in your favor. And uh, just just bad, bad vibes. (laughs) Bad news bears all over the place. (laughs) Um, You're at 292. Or no, sorry, you're at 189. To his okay. 180, right? You're on yeah. pace. You're both doing great. You skip yeah. from 190. Instead of 192, you type 292. Oh, stupid <sighs> mistake. All right. <laughs> so now he's at uh, 200 and you're starting over. Uh, um, no. And then no. you are gaining, you're gaining. Um, and, uh, and then, unfortunately... And I'm trying to find the moment it happened. Yeah. So you get to 69 and there's like 10 seconds left in the round. And instead of 72, you type 70. 
but you what? didn't realize it. Uh, okay. And so you get to 91 at the end, but you actually have zero. Um, and Waxler is sitting at a nice and tidy 255. Which, <laughs> which get, yeah, that was a bad one for me. <laughs> and yeah, he needed 360 total. That gave him 375. Ugh, and, darn it. And he takes the first match of the challenge that's allowed mm. <laughs> a rough one yeah we had a great time so <laughs> i look back on that with like we talked about we talked about that challenge all the time like there was no point <laughs> in us discussing counting that frequently but we did so like all the vibes are good about it <laughs> but good that yeah, didn't end in my favor <laughs> no uh that's okay so that put Darcy and Spenjamin's backs up against the wall in the second matchup. Otherwise, yeah. you'd lose the lose immunity. They had the lead. They were up by... They won the first, I think, five mat rounds against okay. Bramble and Chaka Beans. They were up 267 to zero. And then in round seven, they lost 318 to zero. Oof. And in round nine, they lost 303 to 51, uh, ultimately losing the match due to some costly, Um, costly mistakes. Ugh, I should have set them up for success. So close, Uh, but... Not quite. That's fine. I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bird and Maddie versus Court and SMM does not happen because it does not matter. And you are going back to Tribal Council last time before the merge... Um, so after the insanity of the previous vote, uh, I think everybody was really hoping to not go through anything like that again. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me, talk me through, uh, the nay vote from what you felt. Yeah. Um, this one was a weird one. I wasn't feeling like super strongly about anyone here like i had made thought like pretty okay relationships with everyone there um but i i think like nay could be a little bit of a wild card and like again i'm not super like strategic or looking out for this stuff but there were a couple votes that we just expected her to go one way and she went the other way and um Nay would also kind of like, Nay, again, like I mentioned this, she was always one of the first people to talk strategy. And like, while that's definitely not a bad thing, in some ways it just gave me, like, it gave, made me anxious heading up to tribal. Because <laughs> I think she was also often someone that would be like, let me try to like flip this on its head, which like respect. <laughs> <laughs> like do we need to like do this 30 minutes before tribal like i thought we had a clear path forward so for me there was really not one that i i wasn't like out to get nay by any means but i just felt like of the options like i had not as strong a relationship with her i don't think i talked to her as much um it was usually when she wanted to talk strategy that we would chat so it felt a little bit more of like a transactional relationship in certain ways but i'm bummed out because like nay is so funny and i like getting to experience more of her after the fact 
Um, I wish that she had stayed a around longer because like she's so fun and just such a good vibe to have around, especially when things are getting tough and getting difficult. So um, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like super strongly about this one. It bummed me out either way, um, but there wasn't really any like, I don't know. I guess I just didn't feel like the the bond that I felt with some other folks that I, I don't think that I had gotten there yet with Nay per se. Fair enough. Uh, that as 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 good as re good a reason as any, honestly. Yeah. Um, it it's a pretty. I mean, Nay had been on the wrong side of the previous two votes. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, and uh, just did not have the social capital to keep keep the target off of herself at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I always really liked her though. She was funny. And so like I wish that I had had more of that longer. I know I just said that, but like she's she's her own person and she's so like just entertaining. I always enjoyed her. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. She was a great great time. Yeah. Uh Nay voted out 6 to 1 here pretty straightforward. She casts her yeah. vote for Spenjamin. And she becomes the 12th place finisher and uh, seventh person voted out of the season. Bummer. <laughs> uh, but we made it to the merge. Woo! We, we have yes. reached the merge. You did it. Um, <laughs> pressure's <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that I saw that one coming, but yeah, I was, I was there. <laughs> yep uh you you get to your first sh chance to really bond more so with bramble cat and choco beans and court and mm -hmm. smm and waxler properly yep. um you get to join you join and form the new merge tribe Umurthia. Yep. red red <laughs> tribe uh thoughts feelings on the name um i was I was pretty, like, open to whatever the group was willing to go with. I feel like that was a night that I might have been, like, I'm trying to remember what I was doing. I feel like I didn't have, like, my full attention on the on the name. So I was truly, like, okay with whatever decision was made because I don't think that I could... I don't remember what I was doing that night that kind of kept me from being there more. But I think that that... I was just like, sure, whatever. Eumarthia sounds dope. <laughs> um... I think I, man, I'm trying to remember. And I think for a while there, I would call us Mervthoria by accident because I would literally get confused what what <laughs> our name was because I could not keep it straight. Um, so I was fine with it. I would have been fine with the inverse because I couldn't remember which one it was for a little while. So I, I could have vibed regardless of whatever name we had <laughs> no, I think I think I remember the uh Merthoria was the name the lounge wanted you to pick. Yes. Okay. Okay. And okay. uh I guess somebody said uh Umurthia first, and that was the name that ended up gaining traction. Um the rest sure. was history. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people hated that name. I was pretty neutral about it. Like it wasn't anything that I really disliked or anything. So yeah, I was okay with it. <laughs> it's fine. 
it's it's uh, it's fine um, yeah but yeah you've made it to the merge one of the 11 people there um and now the game begins anew yay <laughs> so uh uh, I guess we haven't really touched on the subchannels that much, but for <laughs> just to okay. just to keep up with what's going on, uh, you had yeah. three unique subchannels at the start on each tribe. All those three subchannels were condensed down to a single channel for each side, now named Euphoria or Mirth, and you were now given the arcade, which had previously been quote unquote closed for repairs. Um, and you could go into the arcade, you could play skee-ball, uh, you could win fun plush animals if you were so inclined, and hopefully, if you were a little bit lucky, get um, a, an advantage or piece of information of some sort. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't need it, so... No, absolutely. So one of the things that was involved in these subchannels was each section of the park had some uh, representative bot that mm-hmm. informed mm-hmm. you about different aspects of that section. So the arcade yes. was overseen by Megbot, voiced by our lovely production member, Meg. Yay! Um, <laughs> <laughs> the... Pleasant Plaza, which had been attached to Mirth and only now available to yourself to access, was voiced by Shannon. Oh, shoot. Yeah. (laughs) Such a shame. I should have looked at earlier. (laughs) Oops. Uh, It's weird because you being connected to Shannon... And Bramble being connected to Bread, uh, Bread mm-hmm. who voiced the um, Rugrat Realm, which was part of Euphoria. Uh, okay. So okay, yep. we intentionally started you on opposite tribes from the person okay. you were familiar with who voiced part of the, one of the things. Um, but neither of you actually, like, I think uh, Bramble heard one of Bread's audio things that he recorded, but didn't. Yeah. listen to all of them uh oh funny okay. which is and so the two of you both kind of not taking that time is very funny to me yeah <laughs> thanks for trying to like easter i guess and we were like mm, we're good no 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 thanks um yeah uh so great lovely um <laughs> yeah it is it is yep. uh so that's what's going on in the sub channels and uh that's all we'll learn about them. Uh, that's, all, that's all they matter in terms of your story here in this season. Yeah. Um, so first individual immunity challenge post-merge is light cycles. Um, like I mentioned before, there's some social components to this. Uh, more yes. so than previously, you have a very easy opportunity to get in other people's way or to steer clear of other people if you are so inclined. Mm -hmm. Um, You're playing, I mean, obviously, based on the uh, game from Tron, it is a hybrid of, like, Snake and a couple of other different, you know, computer games 
where you're just riding around on a big map with 10 other people hoping not to crash into them or the trail of light that they are leaving behind them. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, tell me <laughs> about your experience here. Uh, so I was like... I think this was maybe like the most strategy that I had gone into a game doing because <laughs> um, I I was just like, you know, like people aren't going to stay by the walls and the closer I stay by the walls, the less chance that someone is going to have to like get into my path if I keep kind of like doubling back on where I'm at. Um, there were less people than we had played some of these other games with so maybe it was just like easier for me to visualize that or maybe i just didn't have like a psychotic day at work and had more brain cells to a lot to strategy there um but it it kind of did its own thing and i felt like for the length of the game like i didn't really had to avoid many people most of the people were kind of like out by the time or were had already like run into each other multiple times so i felt like i was in a really good spot and then smm bless him um basically told me like you're winning if you just keep going xyz direction (laughs) and i think i i was like i was thinking that if i had done that like i was going to be eliminated so truthfully like the fact that he said anything was just like just proof of like the kind good person that he is and um i really appreciated that because i obviously want immunity in this particular one and it is in thanks to smm's um just good samaritanness i suppose (laughs) you could say so yeah it was it was fun though and i felt like i had kind of my own thing going on for the first 90 percent of the game so even like yeah, it was great that he mentioned that, but I felt like for the first part, like I really had kind of forged that myself. So I still felt like I had done something that helped me get there, but um, I was grateful to him for kind of taking me the rest of the way. So, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, you you did a bit of a, a winding pattern to start with in the bottom left uh-huh. corner and then just, you know, hitched your ride to the outer wall and made it work for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of empty real estate and yeah. uh, everyone else kind of cannibalized each other until yep. you and Chaco Beans were the last two remaining and yep. she did not have as much space left to, to maneuver through as you did. Hooray. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, one felt good. I was a bit shocked, but it was cool to win the first solo immunity challenge for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so first merge vote is generally kind of kind of questionable and scary. <laughs> and you're the yeah. only one who gets to show up and know that you're not going to be targeted, know that you can't be voted out. Yeah. And then this one also extra sucked because I really like SMM and he had obviously like handed me the win there. So the vote that I made was like one of the ones that I just feel least proud of um i know that it wouldn't have really changed anything and i voted differently but it still felt kind of like a a betrayal for like him just really helping me get there so i don't know that one sucked for me a little bit yeah tell me about how this how you were pitched about this vote and i guess also Mm -hmm. like what your relationship with 
the players from Mirth was at this point as you're starting to really get a yeah. chance to meet them and Man. know them. So I feel like I had a hard time getting to know a lot of the folks on Mirth. Um, Chaco and Bramble were both pretty tough to talk to. And I, I don't know, it might have just been like getting in there later in the game, whatever, but I felt like I didn't really have as easy a time talking to them as like Waxler and I had already had a lot of time together. Port and I developed a friendship just kind of based upon similar interests. Um, and SMM, I thought was just like so funny and so entertaining. Um, I think I'm trying to remember how he was ultimately pitched to me. And I was honestly surprised because he was so well liked um, just because he like, I don't know, he's well, he's very good at orgs. So this <laughs> makes sense strategically, I suppose to do. But um, I was surprised that he was kind of the first one that everyone had kind of grouped around. But again, it was like there wasn't really another option that it felt like there were enough votes to spin anything on. I wasn't really like making moves at that point in time either and was just kind of thankful to be safe at that moment. So I think I was just like, okay, sure. Like if that's what where the the wind is blowing, I suppose I can do that. But I, I did feel kind of be like I was betraying the situation that I had been handed. So... Yeah, that, I don't love where I landed there, but it's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i curious because there's going to be uh, another vote later on where, you know, your vote is kind of off doing its own thing, so to speak, um, mm -hmm. when you mm -hmm. vote for, uh, I think, Choco Beans, when no <laughs> one else does. Um, and not I was hitting a mental wall, Ryan, but yes, I do remember this. <laughs> Uh, and so like, I don't know, is it something where, I don't, was there something that could have happened where you would have decided not to vote for SMM knowing that it wouldn't have affected the outcome? Um, I, I'm trying to think, like, I feel like when I did that with Chaco, the reaction was so like, <laughs> I, I felt like I had like betrayed people's trust when I was just like angry with how the situation was going like tribal was pissing me off and I didn't love where anyone's head was at so I was just like I'm throwing this because I just don't feel good about either option um I think maybe if something had made me that emotional or uncomfortable during tribal that could have happened because that was kind of like what led to the the Chaco vote um, I want to say I like rolled up to that tribal with a literally a vote card made for everyone in advance because I didn't have a clear like take of where I was going to go. And I'm pretty sure I just was like, OK, uh, I'm I'm kind of just <laughs> done with this conversation. So I don't know if that one there was really going to be a tipping point. Again, I think I was just like grateful to be safe and not having to make a tough decision uh, or not not having to make a tough decision per se, but not needing to like fight for my safety at the same, in, within the same breath, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I don't know if there would have been something to change my mind unless there had been like a lot of drama, which was kind of, again, what had made me change my mind ultimately with the other. Okay. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, 
so yeah, all of all of Euphoria end up voting for SMM. We get three votes on uh, Cord, three votes on Spenjamin, and two votes on Cord, I believe. And so there's a split on the other side that includes a member of Mirth uh, as a target, and then the full force of Euphoria which had the numbers entering the merge and flexes them here in the first yeah. vote. Uh, were, were you, you know, as somebody who hasn't watched the show, it is uh, a pretty, I mean, there's a name for voting out the entire other tribe when you get to the merge called Pagonging because it's happened many times on the show. Okay. Um, okay. Was that... S- was that sort of strategy something that you would have been receptive to? I don't think so. Cause I, I don't think that like, I would have felt, I think I would have been pissed off had I known that the other tribe was trying to do the same thing to us. So that really wasn't like, there was no thought in my mind to try to just like clean house, if you will. Like I wanted to forge relationships with that side as much as I wanted to with my own team um so no i i if i kind of fell prey to that like it was not something that i was trying to like enforce or like make be what our our main strategy heading into the merge would have been um i don't know i feel like that's like a really um just kind of like a a like a not i'm sorry i'm not coming up with the correct term but like a a vindictive way to play, I'd say. Like, I feel like you have just as much chance making strong or even stronger relationships with folks that you're maybe meeting more recently. And like, there is, you haven't had to go through the trenches to necessarily get to to merge. You haven't had to make some tough decisions with these folks. Like, I think sometimes like things just kind of work. Like, I don't know, Bird and Court got to know each other later on and it just, worked Mm -hmm. um so no i don't i don't think that that was like something that i was trying to do and if i had realized that that was like kind of the the mood or the the strategy like i don't think i would have been like hooray like let's all (laughs) pack on and just vote everyone out for mirth i don't know that seems like a shitty decisive way to act and i just i don't know that that's fair (laughs) okay good good to know because that would have been boring (laughs) Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that was not, uh, not my bad. <laughs> um, all right. But so, yeah, uh, SMM, first person voted out uh, at the yeah. merge and becomes the first member of the jury. Yes. Uh, <laughs> dare I ask how familiar, familiar you were with the concept of a survivor jury? Um, I mean, thank you to the folks that I played with for kind of giving me some of that context. And I'd say that all of the the context that you and Prod make as far as like the the rules for the season or whatever, like I had a pretty clear understanding of like what that would look like. But as far as like the idea of trying to like maneuver a jury in a certain way or jury management, like that was a little bit newer to me. Um, and I, it, it kind of, I don't know, again, it's like a weird concept where like what I was, the relationships that I was trying to make with people were real and were honest and like 
thinking of like manipulating folks to get their vote just kind of leaves like a bad taste in my mouth. So I don't know. I I got it, but I I wasn't really ready to like play into the hand of like I will treat you this way so that you'll treat me okay mm -hmm. with a vote potentially if I make it to final tribal. So sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, okay, well, let's continue to the next immunity challenge. This was the carousel. A we had done a challenge in the past of musical chairs. It's basically the same thing with a different coat of paint and. Uh, each round there would be one less horse than players that you could ride on the carousel and uh, we'd go down we'd keep going until there was one person left and that person would win yes so I sucked at that. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of speed um, similar to some of the other challenges each round would have a different type of task associated with it uh, in the first round there were just commands that said my horse is and then a color um, yes you grabbed the white horse uh, as the very last horse grabbed and uh fun fact the uh maybe not so fun the only reason you were able to grab the last horse is because jordan was simply not present love it yeah <laughs> i was having some technical <laughs> difficulties during this one this was uh not my fave <laughs> mm. yes yeah, you commented afterward that you said, I need a f to find a better typing surface. <laughs> yeah, that straight up. I think that was also why I did some motion on my la or my iPad. Because sometimes, like, I could have just... I, here's the thing. I like doing my work out in the open. Or I guess, sorry, I liked playing Alliance out in the open <laughs> so that I wasn't, like, walling myself off in the computer room. But at the same time, if I was typing on my laptop, I'm way less accurate on like my flat Mac keyboard than I am with like my legit mechanical keyboard. So um, it was my own stupid mistake. But I was also just having trouble like keeping the clues visible because once people started responding, like the clue yes. would go away. So that was my issue. I was just like, okay, I can't, I don't it's gone okay so i had like six <laughs> screens open yeah i was uh having some some troubles <laughs> mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so uh the next one asked you to spell different words backward um you yes. i believe you get through this one yes you spell conviviality backward to claim oh, the blue yeah. horse nice nice job Thank you. Uh, Darcy unable to spell any words backwards and so is eliminated second then so then the next thing that happens is we tell you hey we have a gift box here only one person can claim it nobody has to do so if you claim this yeah. gift box you forfeit your chance to win this challenge and you will be eliminated and then the contents will be revealed to you at a later point after the challenge end. Uh, court snaps this box up real quick um was this something you considered or would it have was. tried to do it had was. it not been taken away so quickly yeah truthfully like as soon as court spoke up i was like ah, ah, shit. <laughs> like i should grab that because i think this was probably when i was like trying to get a better keyboard and not lose my mind and i should have just grabbed it because yeah i would have 100 percent taken it had court not grabbed it <laughs> Well, so that would have been really interesting because obviously the content contents of this box were 
it was a key card that gave you access into the underground laboratory under the yes. theme park, under the park, um, which, as we all know, is in the sub channels. <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah. So I would have been a dead end of that, <laughs> that particular had it gone like to gone to me so in some ways it's probably best that it went to court but yeah i i did consider it and what a weird different season it would have been with me claiming that <laughs> <laughs> yes uh so court takes it steps out uh we're down to seven people this one is math and so the first the to get the black horse you had to do one plus ten to get the green horse uh <laughs> which was the last horse in the list, you needed the sum of the white and yellow commands. So uh, the horses got progressively more difficult as they went down the line. Yes. And perhaps that is why uh, you were the one who was eliminated. Probably was. Yeah, not a good mm. math person. And again, I think like my screen just like, I couldn't even like see the math problem anymore. And I was like, this is not for me. I'm gonna get out here. <laughs> That's gonna be okay. Uh, I tried, Ryan. Listen, I wanted you did. to do better. 11 is my favorite number. Had I just gotten that one, that would have been the easiest thing ever. So shoot. <laughs> yep, you <laughs> missed your Damn chance. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, we kept going further on down the line. It came down to Bird and Spenjamin at the very end. And Bird was able to type the Roman numerals for the year Nexus Park takes place in before Spenjamin was. Bird wins individual immunity. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so this time around, um, you just voted out SMM. Mm -hmm. You now have a 6-4 Euphoria advantage, but lines are starting to blur a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you see this Benjamin vote forming? Yeah, I think I had like a fun time chatting with Spen, but I think he was like a bit quieter. And I think for people, especially post-merge, that was difficult because you just have to like immediately hop in and be like you have to forge relationships in a quarter well no you have to forge relationships in like a day because you're going to vote someone out the next day <laughs> so making sure that you're like able to just kind of like hop on that i think was like probably the selling point of why he went out there i just don't think that he was like talking to people as frequently as other people were um, <clears throat> Spen also was like one of the people that would also talk to me about strategy pretty immediately and like where we would sometimes not chat about other like personal stuff like he was always very much like on on his shit about figuring out where a boat was headed um, and again not an inherently bad characteristic but I think like when it came down to like transactional versus like relationships that can maybe be used in like in an alliance way or just in a way that you can kind of mutually benefit each other um i just don't think that spen was like at the point that a lot of us also were um and i don't know i mean it was like a shitty <laughs> shitty place to land and i'm realizing i'm looking back now that this was when 
I was also voted on once. I forgot about that. Oh, twice. Yeah. Twice. I do. Yeah. Damn. Right. I had forgotten about that. Um, yeah. So that kind of surprised me. And for the life of me, I did not know that Bird was one of them until after the season was over. But hilarious because I thought it was Bramble and I was like hell bent that it was Bramble. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> well, but... Bramble was the second one. Was she? Okay, yes. I was thinking, oh, Chaco was the one that did not vote me. Okay, all right, yes, sorry, correct. got that confused. Hellbent on both of them being <laughs> the two, but Bird was one of them. Okay, I'm on yes. board. Um, And I think, like, I could tell that there was, like, just kind of a wall up where I wasn't really making as much progress with Chaco and with Bramble. So in my mind, that made perfect sense if they were the two that voted me. Um, But it was not and yeah it i think it just kind of ended up with spen where like i probably was in a similar vote as spen for a couple folks where we weren't making that like cohesive <laughs> like relationship that needed to happen on a dime um but i think just spen was unfortunately in the hot seat for that one mm. lol i forgot it was me <laughs> got two votes here yeah uh if i recall <laughs> there was a narrative put forth uh potentially by by maddie that um that spenjamin might have an idol uh, mm. and so the votes on you were the just in case spenjamin has an idol yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. here's here's so. our here's our backup plan um guys oof. didn't work jokes on all of you <laughs> so uh, yeah, seven votes on Spenjamin. Bird and Bramble vote for you, and Spenjamin votes for Chaco Beans. Okay, um, all right. I'm tracking now. Yeah, Spenjamin, oh. second member of the jury. And now we've split the first two votes between Euphoria and Mirth. And I think this next tribal council is where we really just ob- obliterate the lines <laughs> dividing the tribes once and for all. Ooh yeah okay this yep <laughs> but uh we, we've got some got some stuff to cover before we get there so firstly totally. is the touchy subjects reward challenge yes um, yes now this is a very or, well, it used to be a very common uh survivor challenge they've stopped doing uh-huh. it recently because the players kind of gamed the system and okay. uh <laughs> outmaneuvered the challenge itself at least interesting at least in the way that the show presents the challenge that is Um, okay we have done it a few times uh this the way it was done this season is our most common format and typically in this sense we do it as a reward challenge because it is a challenge that can be very easily gamed right yeah yeah yeah, Um, for sure so uh in this sense we gave you 15 questions tell me in as on as honestly as possible which player you think is the best answer for these questions you cannot put yourself down and then in the second round you looked at those same questions and said who do you think the cast submitted most for each of these questions and uh, you got a point for each time they were submitted so um yeah, so this is about knowing the tribe, knowing the players, having a grasp on the social dynamics that are at work. Uh, did 
in in those broad strokes, do you feel like this is something you should be good at uh, at all? Yeah, yeah. And I think I voted pretty spot on for a lot of these. Like some of them did surprise me. I think I just had my blinders on for certain people where I was just like, okay, this person seems like my best interest at heart and maybe they're more playing the game than I realized. But like, I think for the majority of the questions, I was like, oh, that immediately brings so-and-so to mind. Oh, that immediately brings this other person to mind, whatever. And then as far as like the group think, like where people's heads are at, that definitely, um, I, I, I feel like I did well on both sides of that challenge per se. Um, but I did find it interesting where like, I didn't expect some of those things. And then just to, again, I, I knew that I wasn't like a huge threat, but to fly that far under the radar was really surprising to me. Um, just because like, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I, I had such an interesting understanding of like where I was at in the game. And it just was like, I, I learned a lot after, I guess, getting out of it and kind of reading around or reading between the lines and seeing where everyone's head, heads were at. But yeah, I'm I'm good at reading people, and I think I have, like, a pretty strong perception of, like, how people um, are feeling or what way they're thinking. So, yeah, I, I did well, I think, for all things considered. Okay. Um, yeah, this is... Uh... It's it's very you know having talked to a lot of the people whose name shows up in these prevalently. Uh, Jordan yeah. answered for almost every question. Bird answered for almost every question. Um, mm -hmm. Bird Bird was submitted so many times as an answer. That is the only name Bird submitted in the second round of this challenge, oh and God. they still okay. got twenty nine points. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, maximum score you could have gotten is a fifty one. Uh, so 29 bird did get the lowest score, but you know, mm -hmm. they were not so far behind that. It looked yeah. very obvious yeah, that they'd thrown things not um, at all. on the flip side of that. You were submitted the fewest times as an answer in the first round of questioning, uh, That's okay. <laughs> twice, twice in total. Um, mm -hmm. you were submitted, uh, in response to. Who would you like to get stuck at the top of a Ferris wheel with by Waxler? Oh, that was nice. Okay. <laughs> and you were submitted for who is the most chaotic by Jordan. That's hilarious. <laughs> Coming from the most chaotic person. <laughs> um, that is too funny. Okay. Well, again, I had a very different perception for... <laughs> who I was or what people thought of me chaotic is the last word that would come to my mind in terms of this game but that's funny to know <laughs> uh that's actually um because so what I find interesting about that is uh so this I believe happens on October 21st uh into 22nd yeah. um and the Spenjamin vote was on the 20th and wow. one of the viewers' questions that we'd submitted to everybody around that time was, if you had to describe your gameplay with one word, what would it be? Do you remember? I, chaos. I probably said it as a joke. <laughs> you didn't say chaos, but your, your response was, in a word, unhinged. Ah, 
Okay, okay. And yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think there's a little overlap between unhinged and chaotic. Though, if you weren't being totally honest in your personal assessment of your game, perhaps not. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I feel like I didn't really know... Man, I, I feel like I learned so much about what everyone else thought and what I even thought about it at the end of the day. That's so funny, though. Um... <laughs> I also remember when we did this, I had gone out the night before and I was so hungover that day, Ryan, that I think I forgot to submit this for the first, like, mm -hmm. I, I think I was late even submitting it. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm like laying on my floor trying to do my job today, but I will get this to you. So that was a chaotic night for me. But um, other than that, like, I'm pretty... <laughs> pretty whatever oh my god okay cool 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 cool, yeah, cool. yeah uh so i i'm curious like normally when we talk about touchy subjects and what you can learn from it it's about what's there but yeah. for you being a player who was relatively under the radar um mm -hmm. relatively quieter uh how much can you do you learn about things by not being visible at all like totally invisible across <laughs> all these questions yeah i mean it's kind of like a weird like what am i doing wrong or am i doing something right that will maybe benefit me in such a way that like i've accidentally brought upon myself <laughs> um I think it was validating to know that some of the things that, like, I was thinking about other people were confirmed by either, like, who you think or who you think the group would think. Um, so I think that was helpful for me to kind of, like, feel out, like, where other folks were at, kind of see where, um, where those lines were. Um, but as far as, like, learning about myself, I, it, it, while I was not necessarily surprised, I was like kind of like, oh fuck, like should I feel weird that I wasn't brought up once? Like should I feel like an asshole right now? <laughs> so um, a little bit of self-reflection, but at the time I was like, you know what? Like if I'm being under the radar and like no one knows that I exist, um, I'm not an idiot. I'm here every day. <laughs> like I'm playing the game in my own way. Um, so get ready. I might make it to the end and you're just not going to see it coming. <laughs> yes. No, I, I find it. What happened. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I find it so fascinating that, um, of the three people who get to the end, if you look back at this touchy subjects question, you have yourself, the person who was submitted the fewest times as an answer. You have bird. <laughs> the person who was submitted the most times as an answer. Mm -hmm. And you have yep. Court, who was submitted dead middle yeah. in this. <laughs> like, at Bird, 29 times, you two. The average of that is 15 and a half. Guess how many times Court was submitted? 15. Like, wow. so crazy that there is That's so insane. much parody in that sense. Yeah, um, for real. Yeah. Um, and I think like some of the perceptions about court took me by surprise. Like I feel like the understanding of who she was and like what she was doing was like I found it very skewed. Like to me, court seemed like a very like 
I don't know. Like, Cord's a secret ninja. I She totally <laughs> took me by surprise. But at the same time, like, some of the perceptions of her I, I found surprising and just, like, not very spot on. So, I don't know. Some of it was helpful. Some of it was just kind of like, okay, like... We're all feeling our feelings right now <laughs> like everyone's everyone's made it to merge and is a little bit um a little tired i think and a little frustrated by other folks at the time too so i don't know hmm. it's helpful in some ways in some ways it feels like it's kind of like a emotionally unloading in some ways i don't know i hope that that makes sense yeah no for sure <laughs> uh you finish with 33 points um tied with jordan uh, Darcy finishes with 41 points and the win here in this challenge. Thanks. And so what her reward is a lovely trip on a hot air balloon. Mm -hmm. And I tell her this wouldn't be very fun without somebody to go with you. And mm -hmm. I ask her to pick somebody. She picks Bramblecat. And then I say, well, maybe you should pick a third person. And she was like very dis distressed about this decision in her confessional uh, and ultimately picks bird. So yeah. Darcy Bramble and bird are going to go on a fun hot air balloon ride for about three hours where they won't be able to talk to anybody else except each other in that space. Mm -hmm. um, so just as the challenge itself can be something everyone can learn from, do you learn anything from this decision, uh, the decisions that Darcy makes? Um, we talked about it afterwards, and I'll be completely honest. Again, I was so hungover that day that I was praying that Darcy would not pick me. So oh, I no. was so happy to not be chosen because that, like, three hours of needing to be a human beyond <laughs> I was submitting myself to to get through that work day would not have flown for me. Like I would have been grounded on the field of the hot air balloon lifting off and would have not made it up into the air. So um, I honestly, she reached out. She was like, oh, like I just really wanted to get to know Bramble. And obviously like, I think at this point in time, like she had talked about how Bird and Bramble had like, I don't know. I think because the Neuralink was uh, right. public public knowledge at this point in time. And she was like, I'm so sorry, whatever. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I I was praying you would not select me. So thank you. The mind control worked. So <laughs> I was good with it. Good. Good then. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the three of them get to ride on the hot air balloon. Uh, at some point while they're on there, uh, they are visited by uh, Cheese, who is the uh, pilot of this air balloon and he tells them hey there might be something up here for you they find uh, an immunity blessing which essentially works to say each of them are going to privately vote for a player in the game and if they all happen to vote for the same person uh, that person will be bestowed immunity at the next time uh, they show up to tribal council yes. there's <laughs> Some discussion, uh, and I think everybody kind of wanted it for themselves, but didn't want to outright volunteer for it. Ultimately, okay. uh, Darcy is the one chosen to get it, but they won't know for certain that she has it until they show up to tribal council. Okay. Uh, so they come back, and now we have an actual immunity challenge. Uh, this is bumper balls. And oh, yes. <laughs> everyone's in a giant... 
I guess it's a plastic uh, bumper ball thing or whatever. And yes. you're moving around on a platform trying to knock everybody else off this platform. Or at yes. least avoid, avoid being knocked off yourself. <clears throat> uh, and so every round you would submit two moves. We would move you. And then depending on who you ran into, we would try to... Uh, apply physics the best way we could and send you sprawling in different directions. Every five rounds, we added a new rule to the game because we realized in testing that the initial map, given the number of players, would eventually just lead to kind of a stalemate. So mm, sure. uh, after the fifth round, we knocked out the outer ring. So a seven by seven board became five by five, basically yes. shrinking it in half. And that caused some actual <laughs> interactions, finally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, um, let's see here. So the first person out was uh, Darcy. And mm. then you and Chocoplex or Choco Beans collided, um, mm -hmm. which sends uh, Chocoplex bouncing into court which sends Chocoplex ricocheting back off of court and uh, into you, or next to you. And I believe that sends court off the platform, second person eliminated. Yikes. <laughs> Jordan and Bird collide in a later round, sending Bird off of the platform. And then finally you and, and in the same round, you and Waxler collide and both knock each other off of the platform. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah what was the strategy here was there a strategy here <laughs> i feel like this one was like i don't think there was much of a strategy like this was one where i was just like okay obviously we're all selecting where we're landing separately so as much as i can plan like hell yeah but at the end of the day it really <laughs> really depends upon if someone else is gonna land there too um i feel like this one i kind of went into just like okay um try i, I feel like i probably like tried to stay kind of similarly to um to light cycles like kind of farther away from where other people were not but as the board began to shrink obviously that became more and more difficult to do um so i think after that like the light planning of like staying toward the edges as much as i could ended up going out the window and as you can see i collided with a couple of folks before <laughs> i before i spiraled off of the board entirely <laughs> yes that's okay though i made it <laughs> waxler and i <laughs> defeated each other at the same time <laughs> yes uh you left uh bramble maddie jordan and choco beans i think at that yes. point in time uh we added a couple more rules as it went along including the board tilting in different directions uh an artificial intelligence bumper ball <laughs> that was included and uh, then adding a, a third uh, move to each round of, of submissions ultimately it comes down to bramble and jordan bramble is able to outmaneuver jordan just enough to send her off of the board and it is mm -hmm. bramble who wins individual Woo! Woo. <laughs> uh 
sometime in that same day uh, is when Waxler finds his hidden immunity idol from the laboratory for Yay. sake of the timeline. Relax. <laughs> and now, now we get to uh, another incredibly chaotic vote. Yes. So oh. what, <laughs> what exactly did you hear about this vote in, in oh. the day or so leading up to it? Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I'm just scrolling back through this tribal council right now. Um, wow. This was one for the backstabbing books, if you will. <laughs> um, everyone was at each other's throats. I don't think that I, I, think we entered without much cohesion but everyone was so fractured in how like they were cohesive in like three tertiary segments and then tribal was crazy and really like exploded and I think like this was the one that I was talking about where like I just really got frustrated with like everyone was cutting each other down everyone was upset everyone was angry and it just felt like i don't know i i really lost my patience during this vote and not that chaco did literally anything but i was just like so done with how people were treating each other in that tribal that i was like i'm not voting for any of these people because like i don't know maddie and i were pals um like we got along well i didn't want him to go home Jordan, we had our differences, but, like, she started... Well, we didn't even really have our differences. We just didn't really talk that much. But I think, like, she got really... She got kind of lit during this one, and I was just like, I'm not loving this. Like, this feels really weird. And I think at the time, like, I felt like she was kind of being packed unfairly, and I didn't really want to pile on with that. Court, I was starting to get to be good friends with. Like, I didn't feel like she really deserved to be turned upon either and I just like I don't know I remember feeling so frustrated at that moment that I was just like I don't even want to like align with any of these options because they're all bad options (laughs) so I made like a childish decision to just totally like break away but I just was really not feeling in my element during that tribal and i really really lost my patience so i remember it being fucking chaos leading up to this tribal so my chaotic explanation probably matches that (laughs) yeah no it was uh it was a lot there was a lot going on uh you had darcy versus jordan kind of bubbling to a head that had been simmering there for a while uh with bird caught in between yeah you had the bird bramble darcy trio that had gone on the hot air balloon and while there had said hey we're gonna vote for jordan yeah but then you know you come back and so then you had uh some conversations about voting for darcy but lo and behold darcy was gonna end up immune anyway so thank Mm -hmm. those didn't actually gain a lot of traction otherwise it could have been more chaotic (laughs) Right. Um, and then on top of that, you have Bird giving Jordan half of an immunity idol for Jordan to yes. combine into a whole immunity idol, which yep. she eventually tells, I think, sends in the camp channel 
about like hey i'm playing oh, my idol God. tonight yeah. uh <laughs> so um <laughs> yep. you know just a standard run-of-the-mill day yeah yeah 1024 uh man i can't i feel like i was probably in crisis that day <laughs> um so yeah it, it's a really weird vote that uh you know maddie and jordan on one side um mm -hmm. trying to vote for court ultimately mm -hmm. then you have bird bramble and darcy voting for jordan and then mm -hmm. Chaco, Court, and Waxler splitting the vote and putting three on Maddie, knowing about the idol. So mm -hmm. somebody was going out and uh, of there, presumably. And then you mm -hmm. had the ninth vote, yours, for Chaco Beans. Um, I guess, did you know, or did you have the an inclination of where you were voting had things not been so frustrating oh man i feel like i went in thinking uh i want to say jordan um and i think that was just be again because i really didn't have like i didn't really have that strong relationship with her and then i started hearing about all of these like intense conversations that she was having with other people and like kind of took me by surprise just because like Again, it, it seemed like she was way too busy to like spend time chatting with me. So I was just like very taken aback by the fact that she was just like totally all in on like Darcy and Bird and Maddie and pretty much everyone on my original drive but me. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I entered anticipating voting for her, but I would and I I don't even remember like why my brain went to Chaco. I was just like, I want to get the fuck out of this tribal now. And I really was just like kind of, I don't know. I felt like kind of hurt by like everyone that was like guiding this ship in three different directions that like, again, none of them were, they were all flawed things in some way or another. And I, it was a dumb, dumb reaction, but I just like, I didn't feel my heart was like really in anything that I had or that I had headed into tribal with. And by the time it was over, I was just like, screw this. Like I'm throwing my vote somewhere else. I know that this really has no saving grace to anyone here, but I also don't feel good like tipping the scale on Maddie or court to offset jordan so i don't know it was a weird path but that's where i got there it was also a weird tribal so feels like that was <laughs> the tune of the day i guess yeah absolutely uh, <laughs> uh it was it was a lot of fun um yeah. jordan reveals to everybody that she had announced she had an idol um so she said, I have the social game of a tadpole and I am never actually here. Uh, which, like, mm, bullshit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I'm sure her social game would have been better had she not had a job. But, like, yeah. that, not tenable. But, yeah, um, yeah it's uh, far better than I think she gives herself credit for. 
uh, yeah. Yeah, that, whether yeah, that's yeah, yeah. genuine or or under false pretenses yes um and so it yeah it kind of just devolves a little bit um we talk a lot about emotions and things mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> i i i summed things up by saying I don't know if there was a cohesive plan or direction for anyone in the last 20 minutes or so, but hopefully you all know what you're doing. (laughs) I don't know that anyone did, but we landed where we landed, I guess. Yes. Um, So I call for the vote. Everybody votes. Mm -hmm. I call for idols. Jordan says, Mm -hmm. hi, I have a thing. I'm playing this idol and I'm playing it on Maddie. Uh, Maddie acts like he didn't realize this was happening though he did and um i confirmed that it's real and that is being played on maddie and uh any votes cast against maddie will not count at this tribal council beautiful yeah (laughs) uh (laughs) so reveal of all votes there are three maddie votes they do not count then we get jordan jordan court court chaco one vote left and the final vote and third member of the jury, 10th person voted out, is Jordan. Oh, <laughs> <R-I-P>. <laughs> uh, After all this, um, what, I don't know, what do you come away from this thinking, feeling in terms of Jordan being the person eliminated, playing an idol on Maddie, and what this means for yourself moving forward? I... There was so much chaos in that experience that I was kind of like, well, that can only continue to get worse as the game continues. Like, I was kind of worried that, like, the chaos was just going to continue to grow. So in some ways, like, I liked Jordan, but I was also like, maybe at the end of the day, like, we won't have, like, this ticking time bomb situation that I, I feel like could turn on people or just like create chaos that again like could have just been for the viewership or like the and I mean like we all we cared about what was happening obviously but like the way that Jordan played the game was like a little bit wild card in my opinion so at the at in some ways I was like okay well <laughs> there was no real good outcome of this but like of all the people to go like this might have been the least um damaging to everyone else that's around this situation um she didn't really talk to me that much she was not working with me closely so for me it didn't feel like a major loss um but i do know that she and maddie were close so that was kind of like a a weird kind of change in the in the energy there I suppose where like Maddie was kind of without like that strong relationship then so I think was kind of like starting to put pieces together to kind of figure things out so in some ways like then Maddie got really stressful to me (laughs) and some of his like strategy to come so I don't know it it was a good good door closing I suppose in some ways but also like kind of um shit was gonna hit the fan one way or the other i guess so yeah (laughs) thank you for listening to this episode of the alliance of survivor game podcast if you'd like to try your hand at alliance our applications are always open you can find more information by visiting alliance our 13th season sky cruiser is now casting 
come join us in the HQ during the offseason for games and trivia and other fun stuff. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be to say goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, au revoir, I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.